Hello. Ooh. Ooh. Hello. You didn't even say anything. You said ooh. Who? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. That's how I answer. It. That's how I answer phones now. <laughs> you do. At work. I've, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it, throws, it throws people off. It gives you the advantage. I read that in how to. How to distract uh, somebody who's calling you for something. <laughs> so they forget what they're going to ask you. Yeah. And... Ooh. <laughs> I'll try that this week at work to see if it works. <laughs> That's my tip for all you kids out there who are starting new professions. Yeah. Just, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Completely throws people off. They don't know how to respond. That's what you do in your voicemail, too? You, ooh. I haven't done that. I should. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I set your voicemail to that. Yeah, just, ooh. That's it. <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the whole thing. <laughs> like, Hello? Hello? You should start selling these as, like, quick work tips. I thought you were going to say I should sell that as, like, a I Patreon level? Those, yeah, outgoing messages. Yeah. Yeah, that would even be better. <laughs> Bill, and get a, a customized Bill uh, message. You could have your own voicemail service. Oh, man. Maybe you can retire early and just do this. Just record voicemails? Do you think there's a... You think this could create a frenzy? We should try it. Let's Let's Patreon this level. Sounds good. Well, they do have that service where you can get like celebrities to leave message, like leave messages, record your outgoing message. I heard. Well, I haven't heard of that. I've heard of other things like custom, like they'll give you a personalized birthday something, or I don't yeah, know. Bir- it's... Yeah, birthday greeting, or do like a a video, personalized video. Well, you do that already. That tier is already available. The new yeah, that's, tier, that's, uh, over that's eighteen adult. tier. Yeah, this is over eighteen. <laughs> over eighteen tier. Yeah. Those extra private videos. Play that that Tina Turner music. I'm your private dancer, <laughs> a dancer for money. Where <laughs> you put dancer on your your your, your, your your David Lee Roth just a gigolo everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, we we sang to some interesting songs when we were children, not realizing what we were singing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're singing along too. <laughs> I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. <laughs> and then we read Spawn and saw what the ice cream man did. Yeah, if we learned the truth of mm-hmm. the world. I ate my over 50 chewable vitamin C's. Taking the vitamin C's? Yeah. I don't take any vitamin C. You just get it naturally. because I eat a a clementine every day. Oh, there you go. I I don't. I eat beef, so uh, it (laughs) doesn't give me any vitamin C. I could get the scurvy like Luke Foster. If I don't watch it. Yeah, you got to be careful because the next thing you know, you'll be drinking, having liquid breakfast. 
It's like I'm a pirate. <laughs> I get the scurvy. Yep. You know, I think, and then you have to use alcohol to fight off the scurvy. There you go. Then you start drawing comics about monkeys. Drunken monkeys at that. Drunken monkeys masturbating into garbage cans. Yeah. And then I say don't... it's all ages. <laughs> I don't remember the details entirely, but something like that. Yeah, we'll have to get him on episode 300 to talk about it. Or what are we on, 400? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. God damn it. What are we on? Welcome to Geek Brunch, episode 358. What That's are my... we on? We're getting yeah. close to something. Oh, 400. 300 and what are we on? We're on 397. This is 398. Whoa. 398? Yeah. Jesus. We need to start planning. Yeah. For the big Why? We've never done it before. <laughs> what? Celebrate or plan? <laughs> e- either. <laughs> That's true. We're not big on celebrations or planning. But if you think about that, 400, 400 episodes at... Three hours or more. That's a lot of fucking time. <laughs> maybe that maybe that will be a task I do before 400 is figure out how many hours we've recorded brunch there is. Well, yeah. we'll have to do the total geek brunch and then just you and I geek yeah. brunch. That's right. That's a lot of hours, man. It's a lot of hours. Can't get those hours back. That's for sure. <laughs> can't it's a lot of time we were not reading comics i was gonna i was gonna say what else would we be doing at that time and yeah you're right reading comics yeah so really all these comics that are sitting around that haven't been read are because we're result. recording this yeah, we're count. sacrificing for the listeners is what we're doing the three listeners and the two people that pay at the patreon that's true but you never know these but at least the people. patreon people are rich people like martin and nick from nerdy legion who buy the nude tier they are rich they buy the caboose the caboose manga tier from from bill bomer that's expensive tier that's a thousand dollars a month god damn that's nothing to some people i know to those people that like from nerdy legion that have all the cash from yeah the nerdy legion network yeah the ro- nerdy legion royalties that come in every week yeah it's the mushrooms man <laughs> <laughs> they, st- they make a lot the of pay, money the base of to grow, yeah grow mushrooms in your basement <laughs> it's quite profitable there you Enterprise go he has over there Did I tell you I got all the bad idea season two stuff? You told me that you ordered them online. I didn't know that. Have you received them? Yeah, they all came in. And I got it cheaper than cover price. Very good. Very good. And you didn't have to pay. Now now I'm going. Yeah, it was like five bucks for, for all of them. It was a good deal. I did instead all the of five math. Bucks, instead of five five bucks an issue, like you were. No, no, it, it no, it was it was way worse. They, they, yeah, they they had like media mail was like eight bucks, and 
Oof. If you wanted it like as it came out, it was like fourteen. It was horrible. Wow. Yeah, it was horrible shipping rates. So you saved money, and and it, I guess it's nice because now you have the whole thing. So anytime you want to start reading something, you can. Yeah, I I I, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again, and I I don't feel like because of the nature of how they publish and you know sto- they're just stories. They're not like a universe i don't feel like mm-hmm. if let let this bad idea this was called bad idea part two part one season two or something like that when when bad idea part two season two comes out i'm not gonna order it right <laughs> off the gate i'm just gonna wait yeah just wait. because i i think it's like what you experienced where you got them for a you know half price or a buck each is these stores then have an inventory they want to get rid of and yeah they keep keeping on the shelves they they say i want to i'll just bundle the whole series and see if anybody wants it Mm -hmm. yeah well good you're all set i still have to someday i will own them yeah still missing some i think from the first run how did we talk about team america how did that come up Team America, because I got number 12 from a... Oh, that's how it came up. Because I got a weird message from Keith. Like, I didn't even know Keith uh, Knudsen listened to the show. And he was sending me, like, links to Team America for cheap. (laughs) I I did find one. I I ordered one. Hopefully it'll get here. I'll have a full run of Team America now. Yeah, I'm kind of... uh... I don't really know. I'm gonna Team America. I'm gonna look in my uh, slings and arrows to see if it's in there. Since it's right next to me. Let's see if I have a description in my database, which is often slings and arrows. Team America, twelve issues. After their first appearance in Captain America 269. Oh, do I have it? <laughs> I know I do. Captain America. Let me go in my database. <coughs> you, you don't sound good, my man. Yeah, I still have the, whatever still it's called, the itis. On. Oh, I don't have 269. I'll have to add that to my list. Throw that on the old poll. Or the wish list, or whatever they call it. Let's see. After their first appearance, five mad... Mavericks. Mavericks grudgingly gang up to use motorbikes licensed from Ideal Toy Corporation for stunt expositions. Shooter's Yarns 1 to 2, 8, 9, and 11, 12, which concentrate on racing and character interaction, outstrips Bill Manuel's stories of espionage and environmental disasters. Interesting. Oh, this is crazy. This is so fucking crazy. Issue one and issue two are joint are drawn by Mike Vosberg. Mm-hmm. He he contacted me for an interview this past week. Man, Captain America is. I mean, Team, <laughs> Team America. America is lighting up the uh, <laughs> coal mines. <laughs> That's crazy. That's just a crazy coincidence. I I I, I post I uh. 
I contacted Jason from Hawaii from Comics for Fun and Profit and see if he wanted to interview him because I don't interview. But uh, I knew he was he was a creator in the past. I just it's just a coincidence. I'm looking at the artist that he did this. Yeah, because he's got a Kickstarter coming up. Yeah, I was gonna say, why is he making the rounds now? Does he uh, have something in the oven? The 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 stuff came from. He contacted me on an IM on Facebook, because Peepoy contacted, or he had talked to Peepoy and Peepoy recommended no, pointed me. Pointed him your direction. But I did a Peepoy interview because Peepoy is my friend, you know, like. <laughs> sure. So so like it's like. But. Yeah, that's how that's that that's how the world yeah. was connected in in this particular yeah. case. But it's weird. Um, and then he listened. That he it probably all listened comes to the last Team episode America. and said, "I'm gonna check out this to see if I want to be on the show." And we started talking about Team America, and he was like, "I was like, oh, these guys are awesome. Oh, these guys yeah, love so these guys are Team America. <laughs> They're trying to buy Team America." <laughs> I can come on and talk about Team America. I don't have this Captain America. Captain America introducing Team America. You need to put it on your wish list. Dude. It was such an odd time for... I, I didn't know they had a link to IDL because IDL was a toy or model company or whatever they were. Are they the ones who rele- who brought out the Captain America... Oh, no, that Stunt was... Stunt Cycle? Actually, it was Evil Knievel stunt cycle. Yeah, the Evil Knievel. Well, they might have been Evil Knievel. Uh, I don't know who put Evil Knievel, but Evil Knievel was way before. This was 1982. Evil Knievel was in the 70s. Yeah. Do they have a Captain America? They probably had a Captain America version of that stunt cycle. They did. I remember. I, I've been trying to find. They're they're very hard to find in the wild. They are. But, uh, I, the the uh, the Heroes World catalogs. Um, I, I I have obtained a couple of them. They had like art. They didn't used to take pictures of the toys. They used to be drawn. And a lot of the drawings were done by the Kubert School. So I I know I I've seen a, a Captain America stunt cycle, especially because he was even. In the Red Brown 1970s series or whatever that they did, he was driving a motorcycle and had a motorcycle hat instead of a like the cowl. Yeah, on the, on the cover of Team America or Captain America with Team America, he's on a, a cycle. There you go. And you got some big names. I mean, Bill Matlow, Jim Shooter, Ed Hannigan. Mike Vosberg, Luke McDonald. I mean, these are these are names that I know. Alan Kupperberg. I know Paul more than I do Alan. Uh, Dan Perlin. Don yeah, Perlin. Alan's done a lot. Mark Bright. Dave yeah. Simmons. Tom DeFalco. I mean, Stephen Grant. There's there's a lot of big names working on this. Oh, 
That's a, that's like US one, man. I, I like you the concept for US one more though. It's a truck driver, and it has to do with hell. I don't, I think I'm missing issue twelve. Of oh, that you, one. US one. I'm missing have, issue six and issue twelve. I think all I have is issue one. Yeah. But it's cool when listeners contact me and say, "Well, that you can get this there." <laughs> <laughs> they do your search for you. Dirty. Barb was asking if the dishwasher was clean or dirty, and I forgot to. We have a little sticker to slide over. Ah. I loaded the dishwasher this morning because it was getting pretty high. I would have been failing in my duties. But you didn't start it. You failed. I didn't the... start it yet, but I can. I'll start it later today. You're acting like starting it is such a big deal. Don't you just have to... Well, actually, what I do is I wash the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> I hand wash them before I do. It's a waste of water. I know. I, I purposely, like, waste the water. <laughs> I'm leading us into the Armageddon very quickly. Luckily, the water is recycled. Is it? Yeah, well, what do you think happens to it? They boil it? Well, even then it would be recycled. Mm. I thought it ended up in the sewer. Yeah, what do you think they do with the sewer stuff? Oh, we just uh, eat... We, we end up drinking our own <laughs> shit? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Okay, I... Yes. I I'm glad you clarified that for me. Yes. That is no wonder I'm sick all the time. In I'm Chicago, taking other actually... people's shit. You remember remember where we went on the uh, Ferris wheel in Chicago? Yeah. Right, front, right there is where they do uh, the water treatment stuff too. Oh, okay. So you can see the vats where they purify the shit. <laughs> Purify, they like liquefy the the poop, and yep, it turns they to water. Treat it with chemicals. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Then Barb, then... do you know we drink our own shit? <laughs> you do? I'm sure Barb knows. Barb knows. She's. I guess this I'm is sure new to knows. me. She's washing her hands with lots of water right now. <laughs> or people's shit. I just say. <laughs> the shit water. She washed her hands with with turd. The shit water. Yeah, because it's recycled through the crap. <laughs> there you go. You learn something new every day. Why don't I have a full run of US-1? I'm going to look up US-1 in Slings and Arrows. Man, I think out of all the books I've own, I own in my life, I've used this one more than <laughs> the other. Well, it's the most informative. I like it. Those guys were awesome. Now they just seem to... They have a Twitter handle, but they just seem to focus on trades. I don't know. I didn't know they were... Oh, it also has 12 yeah. issues. You can follow them on Twitter. Maybe it was going to be a toy, too. I don't know. Uh, this just says, universally derided, derided at the time of publication. It now seems to be the last time anyone at Mar Marvel had any fun. <laughs> 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 you 
got to understand that Slings and Arrows, this book came out when the, the industry trend was to darker material, I think. Yeah. It was the 90s. Yeah, it was the, when was this published? First, 97. Yeah. It was a darker time. Ulysses Solomon Archer, known affectionately as a U.S., has a trucking in his blood. As a child, he loved nothing better than watching the big rigs go by or riding along in the cab with his parents, both truckers. So he was raised. Even though he wanted to start trucking right after high school, his adoptive father, Papa, and his brother put together the money to send him to college. He went on to graduate manga cum laude with degrees in computer program design. Look at that. And electronics Ooh. engineering. You're, you Ooh. should be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to go into trucking, Bill. And call it US1. <laughs> but when he finished, he wanted nothing more than to drive a rig down the road. And that's kind of what I want to do. Just down the road. Not, not, no. not from city to city. but No, just down, down the, road. the road. Yeah. <laughs> when the evil highwayman forced US and his brother also a truck driver, off the road. Only U.S. survived. U.S. vowed to avenge his brother's death and use his knowledge to create a super cab fit for the best trucker who ever was. There you go. Here you go. Writer L. Milgram pecks in aliens, ghostly truckers, highwaymen, Germans with zeppelins, and down-to-earth redneck folk. Yeah, like this. You're not getting Dostoevsky here, but it's nowhere as bad as you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement, in my opinion. Yeah. So, team, we're, we're bringing back next week. We'll talk about Super Pro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be could be we're gonna get contacted by all these creators soon. Yeah, they'll be like, like, hey, we got to kick. These guys know how to fun, man. They know how to have fun. These old fucks. <laughs> the old people are attacked. That's right. We have young people wishing they were old like us. I hope not. The good thing about that is they will get there, whereas we will never be young again. Well, in, in spirit, probably, but... Well, oh, when dementia hits. Physically, uh, yeah, when dementia hits. <laughs> I won't even remember your number to call. I won't even... <laughs> remember how to start Skype? Yeah, I won't know how to like, remember that. Barb! Barb! How do I start this thing? <laughs> I won't remember Barb when I have dementia. Hey, you! I'll just hey, be sitting there you... drinking poop all day like I'm doing today <laughs> to survive. You'll be putting uh, tea and sugar in your poop water to make it taste palatable. There you go. I didn't know I was drinking poop, especially <laughs> when I'm in Chicago. That's a lot of Chicago poop. <laughs> You'd probably drink some of my poop. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, man, that means when we go to Heroes, we drink Luke Foster's poop. Well, you might have drank my poop because I was there for a week. In Chicago. Oh. It just depends how it process. Well, even if it took like weeks to process. Yeah, later I would have. You would have drank my poop. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
it's like water world where you have to make your own water you're in the middle of the ocean and you have to drink your pee you have a contraption you pee into and suck the water out of it you know i've i've to this day i've never seen water world i have it's not as bad as they say it is i know i someday i'll see it it just hasn't been a priority but slings and arrows is a fantastic book it it's written it by is. people that are very knowledgeable about comics and they usually have some witty remarks and it, it could their their remarks might drive you to a title even if they didn't like it like if they think it's crap they, they'll give you enough information that you'll say oh i want to read that crap yeah you know so it's like yeah it's it's pretty it's a pretty it, it, it's like an index but not because it gives like a personal like touch to yeah. every title if you will yeah rather than yeah rather than just being an explanation of the series they give some kind of background or yeah their opinion it's like overstreet but with a personalized touch in other words you don't just know it's the first appearance of team america you know you know what you know what that title's about yeah what the circumstances were yeah and i like that they do give an opinion on a lot of stuff, so yeah, you know, if you need to pick it up or not, mm-hmm. based on what they say. Most of my time is yes, I'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare that I say, nah, I guess I'll pass on. Yeah, Aaron That's my Myers. <laughs> I I had posted a a comic book. Uh, on Twitter, it was uh, one of those bad bug ones that I like. It was called oh. Northern Lights, and uh, Aaron Meyer said, "You know, Mike, you don't have to read every comic book." <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you said, "I do." I said, "You haven't experienced everything in comics until you've experienced everything." That's my quote. <laughs> <laughs> I guess technically accurate. Yes. <laughs> I say a goal I wish to achieve but will never a goal I wish to achieve but will never achieve. But at least I can try. I do not have any desire to own every comic. But you probably would like to read every comic. I would like to at least read every number one. <laughs> <laughs> to see if I want to read every yeah. some series I read number one and have no interest in reading anymore there's a couple of things that I've never touched on which are very strange that are big like and it's because I've had no desire to um, some big things like bone I've never touched an issue of bone ever uh, I've never touched an issue of Strangers in Paradise outside of like the Parker Girls. Do you know what I mean? Like the original Strangers in Paradise. Yes. Yeah. So like there there are big things. I've never read Mouse. M A U S. Never. I read that long, long, long time ago. Yeah. I, so there there's areas I haven't. Cerebus, you haven't read that. Yeah, nothing's. Well, I can't say nothing, Cerebus, because Cerebus. Oh, the crossovers. Is, yeah, he showed <laughs> up in Ninja Turtles, and he showed up in Spawn, and several yeah. other things. So, I have some Cerebus, but not Cerebus proper. 
That's something you never see in the dollar bin. I never, I've never seen a Cerevis in a dollar bin. Personally. Oh, I see them all the time. You're just not looking for them. No, I look oh. through them. I would have, I would have picked up a couple copies of Cerevis if I saw it in a dollar. Almost, bin. A, almost every convention I find Cerevis because I'm getting close to a full run. Oh. Those are cheap. Those are good because they never really went up in value. So. I like series like that. <laughs> the other thing I, I haven't experienced a lot of is the Hernandez uh, Love and Rockets. Oh, Love and Rockets, yeah. I have. Well, I've read Gilbert Hernandez's what nasty book about dick monsters, <laughs> but oh, like you did. <laughs> was it Blubber? Blubber, yeah, Blubber. And uh, I, I have read some of his. I guess I haven't read the other Hernandez brothers much. I, I might have done some dark. They've done some dark horse work and stuff. But uh, no, yeah, most of Gilbert's my experiences with Gilbert, for sure. He's the most prolific by far. But he's the one that pumps out more stuff that's current. It seems like. Yeah, he's always he's always bringing. He's he's been active. Yeah. All along the way, whereas Jaime, I'm. <clears throat> I'm not sure what he's. He might be doing more like illustration stuff. I don't. I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah. I think they were at C2E2 when we went when we when I went with you. They were at Heroes. Were they? One year that we were there. Yeah. Uh. Cuz I was considering buying a Gilbert Hernandez page. Page. But I... From Blubber? That would have been so awesome. <laughs> I, I could just see you take home a page and the, Melanie, look what I got for $1,000. And it's this huge dick with on a, on a monster. <laughs> it's a monster of him sucking his own dick. And you're like, look what I brought! It was only a grand! <laughs> I did not, did not have Blubber art. <clears throat> I thought maybe he had some back behind the table. <laughs> or it's also possible that Blubber wasn't out yet. I think I have a full run of that. I might be missing one issue. I do have the trade. I have not read it yet. <laughs> There's not a lot to read. You'll finish it in no time. <laughs> I'll be finished in no time. <laughs> you might be. Oh, I don't have number one. So I have everything but number one. Oh. Yeah. So you're going to be lost. I, I don't think I was able the the nice thing about Blubber and Gilbert Hernandez was I was able to jump on in any yeah. issue. Like any issue you can I, jump I, on. I exactly knew what the dick was going into and why <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew it. <laughs> you understand what one monster was doing to the other monster. The other monster. Why? Yeah. I was like, and it was uh, make it so it could be anybody's first issue. And Gilbert Hernandez did that. That's nice. Yeah. 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 Every issue could be someone's first issue. Yeah. That was that. And issue two was my first blubber, and I stuck with it until it finished. You were there for the whole thing. But I don't have number one. That would be an odd one, though, to order, because if it got intercepted, they'd be like, what is this guy ordering, man? It's so... (laughs) It's like almost criminal. <laughs> I got into the wrong hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! 
and and I went with the best intent. Like I had no idea. I bought number two sight unseen through the previews. Yeah, like, surprised. Why did you I, jump on with number? Are you sure you didn't order number one? I didn't order like, number be, one. Why would you jump on with number two? Because I I said fuck Bill Bomer. I don't need a number one. I'll, <laughs> I'll start with number two. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks now. I think that might have been what happened. <laughs> I'm going to show him. I'll start with number two. I don't need number ones. It doesn't get good till number two. I don't know. I might have heard something. I, I don't know why I got this. I've always been curious about the Love and Rockets thing. Yeah, and, and I, I, and I, ha- and I, ha- I have read some of the ones about... God, what was it called? Mama something or... God, I don't remember what it was. She was, was like in she the was Palomar in a world? yeah Palomar world where she was like yeah. an adult. Oh film yeah, Maria. Star. Yeah, Maria. Maria yeah, so I, yeah. I I read that like in full. Like I read a hardcover of it or something. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Palomar series books because they all take place in a just a small town in Mexico. Yeah. Very character based story. And lots of spinoffs. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, I need to read Bulber. I don't know where I put it, though. Probably out on the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird, though. I, I don't know. I'll have to check uh, DCBS and what happened there. Why would I have just jumped on number two? The only thing I could think of is... Unless... It might have been Vince on... 11 o'clock comics or something. Sometimes he'll mention some shit. And it just sounds so bizarre and weird that I'm like, I gotta at least try this and see what it's like. Yeah, I might have been in you figuring that you could always pick up number one That's... later. Yeah, I never ordered it. Or maybe I thought I did. I've I've had that happen before on the cutback months, like when I don't order a number one and then I think I ordered it and then order number two, <laughs> I order number two. <laughs> well, right now I'm, I am struggling with the cost because I don't know if you know, well, you probably know cause you all add up your totals, all that, but there's a lot of independents that are like four ninety nine now. And you know, since, yeah. since, the distribution wars have kind of separated. It's been detrimental to us. Like when it was all diamond, you get like pretty consistent discounts, and now they're they're lower than what they were by about five to six percent. You mm-hmm. know, and that five to six percent over the course of hundreds of books is yeah, a big difference. Yeah, but um, I I am really fighting with the 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 Star Wars books, like missing them, like. I every week is just like a battle for me. Nothing else though. Like I, I felt pretty content with everything else I cut. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try on the next previews to see if I can do it is carve off 40 bucks and see if I could just add them all the star Wars back in and, and cut out 40 bucks worth of other stuff. Well, do you, do you need to add all of them? Could you just add like, no, I need to have it all. I need, I need it all. I am just, 
I'm just so infatuated with the world. Like, I was able to cut Star Trek because I was getting all the Star Trek IDW stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that really easy. I, I mean, there, there's parts like I, I really want to read that Star Trek Defiant because it like takes the characters like Worf and all the characters from, you know, like all the different time periods and puts them together. And I, 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 that sounds yeah, like a very inter- interesting concept, you know, but um, I, I cut everything Star Trek, but I'm still getting everything Ninja Turtles. So it's, I don't know. <laughs> the Ninja Turtle fad is a weird thing for me because I was never into Ninja Turtles until way into IDW, like. Yeah, that's. If it wasn't a crossover weird. with like Spawn or Eric Larson was doing, I didn't give two shits about the Ninja Turtles. Although I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the films. Like when the first Ninja Turtle movie came out, I I loved it. Like I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was funny, uh, very enjoyable, and I watched all of the 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 sequels. You didn't watch the cartoon though, right? No, I didn't touch the cartoon. Yeah, that's because. I was lucky enough to read the comic like when it was coming out, but I I never watched the cartoon when it came out because I didn't care. I did see the at least the first couple of movies. But it's like uh, Ninja Turtles for me was is like if it wasn't for IDW, I wouldn't have done any Transformers. I wouldn't have done any GI Joe, and I wouldn't have done any Ninja Turtles. Right, because those were yeah. I, I I had a lot of Star Trek. Like I had a Marvel, Star Wars, and Star Trek mm-hmm. because of DC. Because DC had a lot of years where they were doing Star Trek, <clears throat> yeah. and they they were, in my opinion, that was the best Star Trek stories. Like I thought the DC like kicked ass with the Star Trek. That's when I was actually like reading it, like religiously yeah i never did i did get like uh i got the shows that i was watching so when deep space nine was coming out i was getting that and next generation when that was coming out but you you know another thing that's changed the original is uh i used to not care about adaptations and now i do that's weird oh like yeah because i picked up like the deep adaptation and that was awesome that got me to watch the film and i like i have the dragon slayer adaptations and yeah, i have that one flash I haven't Gordon read a lot, adaptations but... and star wars adaptations and like i there's some good ones aliens raiders of the lost or ark aliens. aliens yeah so like i i'm big into that when i can find those i'll i'll grab them time bandits you know like Yep, that was um, that was a odd. That's a that's an odd movie that I need to revisit. Time Bandits. Yeah, I'd like to I saw it when movie. I I saw it at the theater when I was a kid and haven't seen it since. I didn't see it at the theater, but I did see it when I was a kid. I liked it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember it being popular in school. Yep.
so what have you been doing this week? Have you been reading? Because it seems like you haven't added, a, like if I didn't send you a note saying we only have three books this week, you would you would have just let it ride and we would have went with the three books. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I had been reading. I have been reading. It's I read some stuff from the library and a few issues. I've been pretty low. Like I've been doing, I don't know, nineteen books on average a week. Nineteen hmm. to twenty-five books, which is very low for me. Usually I'm in the 40s, but I have been sick, and uh, I usually don't feel like reading when I'm sick. 40 books, that's a lot of books. Well, ideally, I should be reading 100 a week in a perfect world. That's like 50 a day. I'm in taking more than 100 a month, so... (laughs) True. True. And all, all the back issues and shit that I get, it's like. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me. I'm gonna count how many single issues I have in my last, my last order. Well, my total amount of items is fifty. What does that say? Fifty-six. And some of those are trades, which means yeah, there's six some of those issues, are five to six. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you want to count it like that? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's true. So 56, we'll add on like another, let's see, 5, 10. Take, take a fourth 15, of it and add, 20, add, yeah. 25, 30, 35. So, so yeah, around another 35. So yeah, right around 100. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to read 100 books a Oh, that's a month, though, not a week. I'm almost at a point where I can... Uh, so i got to read 25 a week. I, I can switch off of weekly, though. Like, my, my boxes are like 14 pounds each a week mm-hmm. now. I Man, I'm cutting out a lot of good stuff, though. God I, damn. And there's <clears throat> there's a couple things that I, I want to add back because I've... You've probably seen some of my tweets on Twitter, but... I've been posting all my Plastic Man, and I'm like, well, why didn't I fucking buy all these PS Art Book Plastic Mans? Like, I should. And I started reading them on the app, and they're, those are fucking awesome, like, Plastic Mans, because unlike Action Comics, so, like, you read Action Comics number one, you're, you're going to get, like, an anthology of eight stories, like, eight different comics. And the Superman story is just... It's about eight pages, maybe 12 at max. Mm-hmm. But when you read Plastic Man, it's all Plastic Man. Like, it's it's a bunch of Plastic Man stories, which is awesome. So does the app have the issues that PS Art is publishing? No, it has the old... I'm surprised the app has, like, Plastic Man. The, the reason is, is because it falls into that area of what is the term to use public domain no no i'm talking about the controversial racism but um stereotypes are or i i guess is the how they used to portray blacks and asians in comics yeah in the 40s it was it wasn't good portrayal let's say artistically so you'd have like 
uh yeah it was, yeah you know yeah, you know we, physically we all know yeah. yeah ebony white and spirit and stuff like that but yeah and that's why i think dc won't touch the stuff i mean anymore uh they used they, they were going to publish this thing called like detective comics like pre-batman which would have been fascinating but they mm -hmm. pulled the trigger on it like they they didn't go through with it and one of the things that i it gets me mad though because you really need to understand how bad it was like you can't just go blind throughout life and know that these comics were not you know treating every diversity good in a good light unless you live in some parts of the country where it's illegal to learn about that stuff yeah but you need to like i don't know i like to learn about how things were yeah um, i mean i know i know, I, I know how with, things in, were because context. in context a lot of things haven't improved they're just hidden more do you know what i mean for sure. So, yeah, it's. But but yeah, there's there was some of that because I just recently read yeah. Plastic Man number and one think... and I was like, this is, it it was great because, it took me an hour to read Plastic Man number one because of its density, like it's golden mm -hmm. age, right? But, it I was like entertained, like I, there was no time where I wanted to like say I'll come back, I'll I'll read one story and then come back, I. I read it from beginning to end, and so I, I am looking for the PS art books on Amazon as they come out, and I, I, I really do, there there's certain titles that I think I want in my collection. I did decide to get that Jungle Comics hardcover. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just had to because it's one of my favorite comics in genres right now. Like, I just want to experience... Yeah, I, I... I don't blame I, you. I, uh, I, I want to experience something I'm enjoying. I blame Antarctic for all of it because <laughs> I, I just love their anthologies, which is weird because I don't always enjoy anthologies the way I do. But with their anthologies, I feel like they're just really good. Like that Sumo Boy was hilarious that we read today. I didn't read a sumo boy. You didn't read a sumo boy? No. You told me to change the issues, and I read the <laughs> issues. I don't remember a sumo boy. Did I not read a sumo boy? I don't see a sumo boy. What'd you read? Let me find. What did it. I read? What did you read? That's the question. You said to read twenty, twenty-two, and twenty-three, right? Twenty-three and twenty-four. I read twenty-two and twenty-three. Did we already read that? No, we didn't cover 22. It was in my box of unread comics. Well, I did read it then. But I'm going to look this up. Exciting comics. You're going to look it up on Geek Brunch? Yeah. 19 and 20. We read 19 and 20. Wait, what? Oh, wait. This isn't even showing them in order. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What's this one? Exciting Comics 21 and 22. We covered on episode 389. It's possible that you didn't read. 
That might have been a case where was it was it a two only two issues covered that issue episode? Yeah, exciting comics twenty one and twenty two. That's weird. But anyway, there was a sumo boy. I know we didn't talk about because. So that was in twenty two. Yeah, it was in twenty two. <laughs> they had a a playoff. You know how sumo boy. Pull he, up my uh, file. Sumo boy had just revealed his identity to that other kid. So that other kid knows. That's well, because he saved to save his life. To save his life. But anyway, he he's like contemplating. He's like, oh, man, I, I could get in trouble. Maybe I should tell my parents that, that this guy knows my identity and all this stuff. And he's crossing the street, and he's like, oh, man, this is bad. And he hears sirens and, and gunfire. And he goes to another street, and he sees this little girl. And she, she looks like she's going to get killed. And there's this guy that's shooting. He has like his – he has fire from his waist down. And you know, you know what the play of it is. They don't ever say his name, but it's like liar, liar, pants on fire. Because every time he lies, he could shoot fire. Lying, right? And yeah. it's like coming from his genitalia, like these fireballs. <laughs> so he's just, as he's constantly fighting these cops, he's constantly like lying. He said, one of the things he says is like, comic books today, there's not enough variant covers. <laughs> Fireball comes from his penis. That's because when you lie, part, some part of your body gets <laughs> erect. Fire, lighter, lighter pants on fire. It's like Pinocchio, but with a different part of his body. <laughs> so now I have to read Exciting Comics 23 just to catch up to you. But uh, I don't mind because they're, they're but what, all in What did you read? I read 22 and 23. Okay, so you didn't read 24. I guess I should fucking read your your texts. <laughs> Instead, I went to the box and just pulled it you're out. All, you're always one behind. You need to catch up. Yeah, I do. The real world. <laughs> but let's let, while while we're at it, we should just cover exciting comics. I'll cover twenty two just to catch you up. Yeah, I have my notes. <laughs> So 22 had the sumo boy that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. And this this guy, liar, liar, pants on fire guy, he was just blowing shit up left and right. And he was going to kill this little girl. But sumo boy got in the way and the fireball didn't do anything to sumo boy. And uh, sumo boy went, this is the first time I've seen him do anything like offensively. He like ran towards this liar, liar, pants on fire and punched him out cold. And the reporters caught him on. And he's like, he's on the news live. So he was contemplating, I don't want people to find out my identity. And then, like, the world knows his identity. Yeah, first his now. friend found out, and now yeah. the world knows. This the sumo boy is fucking, like, it's it's great. Um, The art, the guy who draws the art, Alexandre Koloho, He's he's fantastic for this comic. Like he draws the little kid, he looks like a little kid. Um the action that he draws is fantastic. I think he's a fantastic artist and the story is by Dan Sheen. He's really good. Like it a lot. Big House yeah, he Blues. He does a lot of stuff for uh Antarctic. Big House Blues, you have that one character that that uh is the cop and he's at the jail and he's 
trying to get information from Baphomet, who's who's a demon like from hell, and he's trying yeah, to find out. He's who been broke, arrested. Bro- yeah, broke these guys out of prison, and uh, that's there's another riot that goes off in there, and he he finds one of the the prisoners breaking out. And his name is Alloy, so uh, Alloy shows up, and it looks like there's another uh, prison break. That prison is chaos. Fallen Justice is is the one ongoing that like I really enjoy about that, like a Superman type character who's like getting Alzheimer's or he's like losing his mind, and he's trying to find his his sidekick to tell her the truth, but she's like infiltrating. Um, the prison to try to get a prisoner out to stop her, her ex lover, if you will. And, uh, that was pretty cool. And then the lap, the <laughs> this one, I enjoy artistically. So it's very sexualized, but I, I enjoy it. Like it's the, uh, nothing man. Yeah. We've always, we've enjoyed that since the start. Oh my God. The layouts that this guy draws are, are just something else, man. Uh, Ever this... since the girl found the guy in the snow and came, went out in the snow in her yeah, and her short shorts. This one, this one shorts. focuses on that uh, Ko Mat Chaos. I forget what her name is. It it says it in the second issue. Oh, Chaotica. Chaotica, yeah. It, it focuses on Chaotica, and and then this one, all she's doing in in, in issue twenty two is taking a shower, getting ready to go do do battle, and she had just been uh, brain wiped, so she doesn't. They're like mind wiping her so she doesn't, uh, so she can go fight uh, the Nothing Man, and the Nothing Man's struggling with his brother. So, um, yeah, that's that's wraps up exciting comics 22, which was uh, Sumo Boy, Nothing Man, Fallen Justice, and uh, the the Big House Blues. But uh, yeah, that, that was very entertaining comic book. I, I I'm very entertained when I read that. Number 23 had a new comic book with a new character called Marvelous. Yes, they called him Marvelous. Yeah. He's interesting because he's speaking another language and they asterisk it. And it's not like a nationality that... um, Where's Yoruba? Yeah. That you see too often. I don't know that he's talking in another language. Uh, there's he a couple. Some of, words. There's some. There's some. Uh, yeah, he he doesn't talk in another language. He uses phrases. Yeah, he talks very colloquially. That's right. Like word. he says, "Whoa, one, a one," and it means "look out below." And then that this one guy speaking Japanese, I think, at one time. But it's weird. The guy's drawn like a white guy. And he's got like karate and he's using it on Mar- Marvelous. And he said, okay, wise guy, feel the fury of my Torah no Kiba no Tosami in no Ken. And it means fist of the tiger fang claws in Japanese. So it, it does a lot of that. Tap, tap, tap. Look like been declawed and yeah now 
when I was reading this, I kind of started reading Marvelous with like a uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, there goes my brain. Jamaican, <laughs> like a Jamaican accent. Oh, you were reading it out loud? Oh, in my head. Oh, in your head. I can't do that in my head. I can't. If I'm going to do like, try to do like accents, I'll, I will do, try to, I'll to read it out, it out loud. loud. Yeah. That's he pretty says, cool that you can do it in your head. I can't do it out loud because then if someone hears me, they'll. I think I'm a... A yo-yo. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to put you in a home. Because he says, hmm, sorry about that, player. My intel told me that there was only hostile traffickers aboard this cargo ship. Yeah. I like to speak then... with the captain on Da's cruise. Dom's vacation stinks. Ah, demand a full refund. <laughs> Now do it with a Jamaican accent. I don't know how. That's a tough <laughs> one. I like to speak to the captain on this damn cruise. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty good. <laughs> but then you didn't read the next issue. There's a reveal in the next issue. New information. Well, you can talk about it. I'll I'll just go read it. I'll I'll read it right, right after. They need I'm to done. read it so we can discuss it to make sure I understood it properly. Mm. But on this one, so he's on a boat and he's trying to rescue. Uh, well, they're actually women that. It, well, it could be chill. Like it doesn't really get yeah, until kids, it's, kids. it's trafficking, right? Yeah, it's kids trafficking. We don't know if they're women but, or boys or men or what. It's trafficking of people. Is it this issue that he calls them like Mama Cedas or whatever? <laughs> or is it the next issue? It might be the next issue. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, because in the next issue, I'm gonna, he calls them. Let me find it. So I, I don't misquote him. Foxy Mama Cedas. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go find the Foxy Mama Cedas. I'm like, geez, these are like kids who are yeah. <laughs> sex trafficking. You're calling them sexy mamacitas. They call him Marvelous. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so entertained by this anthology. It's just uh, it's so... I don't know if we're like the only two people that get like a huge amount of enjoyment out of it, but... Well, it's, I mean, it's still being published, so yeah. we we're not alone, certainly. I love the art artwork and nothing, man. I I am just I'm enthralled by Chaotica. I think she looks amazing. Yeah, and I like they have a I think a last issue the, a new anchor came on Lori Foster. Mm-hmm. And I like her inking; it's very clean. This this one was really good too, though. This was Dylan Hall. John Rhodes is the artist and N.S. Kane is the writer. And he, uh, Nothing Man is able to take off that thing that's on her head that sort of brainwashed her. You know, <laughs> the, one, the one thing that I don't like about these anthologies is all the misinformation. 
Like, so nothing, man. So on the inside front cover is, like Mike just read, story by Ennis Kane, art and colors by John Rhodes. But then you go to the actual first page of the story, and it says, story and pencils by John Rhodes, inks by Laurie Foster. Oh, yeah. We've talked about the misinformation and also uh, reprinting of stories. Yeah. Sometimes in the, the the same title. Was it in this? It's either this issue or the next issue. There was one story where there was pages out of order. Yeah, I, I haven't read the one. other. It must be the other one. This one didn't have them out of order, unless I misread it. I think it was. Oh yeah, I think it's marvelous in the next issue. Fallen Justice. Is by Gary Kelly, Stephen Forbes, with art by Harold Edge, and letters by Gary Kelly. Oh, no. It isn't. It's in 23. Did you notice in Nothing Man, their pages were out of order? (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) Which ones are out of order? Oh, let me... uh, Let me find it. Here. So on... Oh, there's no page numbers. So on the... One, two, three, four, five. On the fifth page, the last panel says, look, the tiger has been declawed. One, two, three, four, five. So it's actually the page with the the Japanese that we were talking about before. Well, you're talking about, uh, okay, you're talking about Marvelous. Marvelous, yeah, Marvelous. Yeah. So it says, look, the tiger has been declawed, and and then you turn the page, and then he's attacking some other guys. I just thought he had taken that one guy out. Now he's attacking three more dudes. But then if you turn the page, well, maybe it's second. Maybe he jumped to another scene and then back to the scene. Oh, here's the here's the scene with the mamacitas. It, it's on the next. It's on that page after he fights those dudes. He said, "This guy says I dig you, man. But the question is, where are you going? I gotta see a man about some mamacitas." Missing Foxy Mamacitas later player. <laughs> I didn't read it out of, out of sequence. I thought he fought that guy and then but ran he, into the three other dudes. But then he goes back to fighting the guy again. I think they're out of order. I just think the dudes look alike. The dudes do look alike. <laughs> but he's 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 fighting the one the single dude and then somehow then he runs at the oh other you're dude. right they're totally out of order because he comes back he had pulled this guy with the sideburns he had pulled him back into the closet and then it shows him la- later because he's an undercover officer for I- AIS I didn't notice that I guess I didn't notice it because they looked alike. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the guys he's fighting look all the same. Yeah, they do. They do. It was. A, it was so it didn't it distract was... me. I just thought there were other guys. Yeah. But nothing, man. I think it's in. Finally, justice. Fallen Justice in this one was about the speedster. Um, I I, I kind of thought that was funny though, because he's he's running his ass off, and he's going through all this different parts of the world, 
and he sees this foxy ass chick with like with her hood the the hood of her car up and he's like oh i gotta stop hold on a second i gotta stop for this (laughs) and then the (laughs) whoever's talking to him on the other end is you realize she's a lesbian right you have zero chance a man's got a dream darling talk to you later (laughs) dervish is his name and she had just not put oil in her car And then uh, this is when uh, she talks to the warden. This one was very reminiscent of Jessica Jones and the Purple Man because it reminded me total of that because she's there with the warden and she tells the warden, you know, I want to get this this guy out of of prison to help with uh, justice. And uh, this guy can control, like when he touches them, he can control what they do. And when she was younger she got manipulated and her he turned her into a donna what is it dominatra dominatra (laughs) dominatra and he used her like for sexual pleasures and whatever and even though yeah it was jessica jones again and then we get our camellio this one was very entertaining. I, I actually wanted to read the next issue because he <laughs> it was, yeah. I, I just thought this was so funny because he's there with his sister and he wants to join. He's like, we need to earn money because I have to buy this material for my costume because it costs like hundreds of grand, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like $25,000. Like, like enter me into a tournament, and he, but you have to be a fighter. And he's like, well, when I was a kid, I got all the way to yellow belt. So enter me <laughs> into the tournament. <laughs> yeah, he qualified because he got a yellow belt. Oh my belt. god! <laughs> he got a yellow belt when he was a kid. That's funny. And he got it. I like the fact that he has all this power, and he got his ass kicked just because this guy, the first guy, knew how to fight him. You know, like yeah. And I think the first time they didn't say because his thing is that he. He has different powers, but he can only use one at a time. Yeah, he's like Ultra Boy from the Legion of Superheroes. Ultra Boy yeah. can only access one at a time. He has flight, he has superpowers, or inner vulnerability. That's what this guy has to turn things on and off. Yeah, and I'm not sure what he was using at first. Maybe speed, and then he switched to... He should have switched to speed, because the guy... He should fight speed with speed, I would think. Yeah. Even I just say this guy have... is so fast, so maybe he was using... Invulnerability, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Invulnerability is the safe one, because then you could take hits. But in yeah, this I think one, that's what he switched to. He probably switched to invulnerability, but this guy just, like, kicked him a bunch of times, and then he, he lost in points. Well, I think the first... Yeah, the first... Maybe he had strength in the first one. I'm not sure. I think that's probably what it was. He might have started with strength, but couldn't hit the guy because he was too fast. So then he just switched to inv- invincibility. Yeah. Or maybe strength because he threw the guy <laughs> into the crowd. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I actually like that because I was like, oh, shit. Well, he, he tossed this guy like 30 feet into a wall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they going to say? This yellow belt just picked up this guy by the ankle. And this guy looks like he's at least 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a light... He outsizes this guy. Like, 
he looks like a, a almost like a sumo guy, but not quite. Like he's not bad enough to yeah, be a, a sumo guy. guy yeah. But he's a huge guy, and he picks him up by the ankle and just tosses him into a wall outside of the ring. And I was like, oh man, I almost. I should have said, Bill, I want to cover the next issue too. And then I would have been caught up <laughs> because I wanted to know what happened. Uh-huh. Next issue is good. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't wait to read it. Like yeah. I, That's, this is a fun show. comic book. It's, it's so fun. Yeah, it is. It, it's like, it's not like, it's not meant to be like this, like Watchmen or, critically acclaimed stories but they're just fun no it's goofy it's a, it's superhero stories it, it's yeah. i just love it and i'd say i love the editing on this because but the editing is bad because they miss things like you were saying <laughs> but i i like who puts together the the team like yeah, they're picking good comics. I have I have to pick four stories for one anthology. They pick like very good like a very good similar balance, you know, like between stories and they're all they all have like their own unique thing to like. If it's the art or if it's little sumo boy. Like I can't wait for the next sumo boy because th- th- those ones come far between each other. Yeah, I don't th- that was not in the next issue. We do have a weirdo in the next issue, though. Oh, we haven't had that in a while. Yeah, I was excited to see weirdo again. <coughs> that was me coughing because I drank some Dr. Pepper down the wrong pipe. Oh. Sounded very phlegmy, though. Yeah, it's still a deep cough, and I've used all my prescription cough medicine which works it works great but uh it doesn't it's not fixing the problem that's the problem is it just a suppressant? It, just mas- it masks it entirely yeah that's the problem with su- suppressing a cough is good because you're not coughing but it, coughing is necessary to clear out your yeah it was the strong coating uh god it had it has what is so it's just numbing, numbing your throat, basically. <laughs> what does it have in it? You Opi- need a good. It has opioid in it. Oh. Yeah. But so I finished it. Care. I think it's like liquid gold, is what they called. <laughs> it's like this is pretty good stuff. Like, I don't like the way it makes me feel. It makes me feel kind of loopy, but. It, uh, yeah, that's why people get addicted to it. Yeah, I don't like that feeling though. Some people just want to be loopy all day, like oh, I want to be loopy. No, I don't I'm want to. I I liked it because if I was having a like a cough attack and I I took it, it would work for like twelve hours and I wouldn't have to cough. Like it it, it would yeah. put it away. But then as soon as twelve hours went away. I was coughing your body's, again. Your body's yeah, like, I, was, I need to cough. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're back. You just suppressed me <laughs> for a few you hours. Can't keep me. You can't keep me down forever. Yeah, but I'm starting to exercise again and watch TV and stuff. So exercise should help. You figure? Yeah, I couldn't get on the elliptical for like 
God, it was, man, it was about two and a half weeks. So I didn't like watch as much as I usually watch because that's when I. Yeah, do that's your stuff. prime time. But exciting comics, man. I gave it a four out of four and I just. <laughs> that liar, liar, pants on fire. I. I was literally, yeah, I, I, I was literally, I thought it was so funny. Like, I, I just thought it was like, it, it's, it, God, it was ridiculously stupid, but I, I, I enjoyed the, <laughs> every page of it. Yeah, I like the, I think Cox is a balance of more lighthearted stuff, like the weirdo and sumo boy and communal valence and more ser- more serious stuff like nothing man and justice justice yeah but justice is, nice. is justice has like some ridiculous things in it too like that's true i mean the this whole issue was him just running like it was like four pages of him just running like <laughs> through all these different scenes as he's talking to another person on the team and then saying oh my god this chick was gorgeous i gotta stop and help her <laughs> just... yeah that's so funny i like it because it's like it doesn't feel like it has to get from point a to point b fast like but it still gives you enough entertainment for what it's doing like it's incredibly effective in the short amount of pages each one of these stories has because the one thing that I don't I don't know if you feel this, but I sometimes we go like three months without reading one, and I feel like I'm bat like I remember like what where I left off, and that's fucking weird to to know that I know where I left off. Yeah, some of them I have to look back to remember. I I don't not not for Sumo the, Boy, not for uh, Nothing Man. Um, Nothing Man, I get confused as to who's who. I well well. There's a lot of sexy women in there, and they're it all all revolves around the city, and then the two brothers fighting. Yeah, and still there's a it, mystery. It, and sometimes the women that are working together, they look similar. I mean, if it's not Chaotica, she she's very distinctive looking. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> and the fire, the fire lady. Yeah. The oh yeah, she hasn't. We haven't seen her in like three issues, I think. Don't the girls arrive no, she, at the, she, end, the end of the one? She was in a car. Yeah, she was. Yeah. They were driving. I think they, yeah, they arrive. I think in the at the end of this one. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, but if you want to, we can cover twenty four through twenty six. Six. Next time. Sounds good. The other comics that we covered were Vineyard, Blue Book, and Changelings. Changelings, yes. Did you read those other ones that I added, or did you ignore them? I read them. Uh, I thought Vineyard was one of them. No, was it? No, I thought that was on our original list. Uh, You added added... uh, The Approach. Yeah, approach. And, and uh, and damn, that Spurrier one. Damn them all, right? Yeah. 
that's the spur you're on. Okay, so we read a lot of comics. Well, we didn't read a lot, but which was your favorite? I, I know which. I know what my favorite was. It was it was a five out of five. I don't know if I had any five out of fives. I had one. What would have been my favorite? I'm gonna look at my notes. I can't think of it. Not not, not including exciting comics. Let's see. So we got vi- you been... got you got Vineyard. The Aftershock, you got Blue Book, The Dark Horse, you got Changelings, which is the Vizio, or Vizii, and then The Approach was Boom, and Damn Them All was Boom. I think... uh, I think Damn Them All was probably my favorite. That's interesting, because my favorite was Vineyard. I love Vineyard. Vineyard. Well, you you love Hellblazer too, so it, yeah, it's it, very Hellblazer. It, it, it felt like a female Hellblazer. I I could see it. The order which I liked them was Vineyard was my top. Like okay. it was the one that just clicked with me on all levels, and I was like, I gotta read the rest of this because this family's whack. Uh, <laughs> I like the approach next. Because I did like the that was probably my I, second. I really like situations where you're like the shining or you're like in the middle of some storm and you can't get out and you're Yeah, in this, trapped in yeah, a building. You're trapped in a thing. building. Yeah. I li- I like situations like that. Like or I like to watch or read material like that. Mm-hmm. And then I I think Damn Them All was my third um and then Blue Book and Changelings were, were pretty much tied. I think I think I might have put I might have Changelings then Vineyard. Then Blue Book. Changelings is a very visual, beautiful visual representation. <laughs> yeah, the art was beautiful. It is stunning. And whoever yeah. whoever they got to the colors is amazing. It was by Kevin Van Hook, which I was really excited to to see Damn. work from again. And I guess this company was made to create comics, but also delve into other media. Like yeah, they wanted like to they get into to... animation and yeah, VR, augmented reality, virtual reality. Extended reality, live-action films, and even games—they want to do it all. Yeah, so was Kevin. Was, was this their first book? Kevin Van Hook, Viz- Ryan Lakasamanana, and Ramat Handako, and I will. And the colors were amazing. I, I thought really complimented the. Uh, Sakti Iwano. Iwano. Really complimented the art. I I thought, like, the, sometimes you could see a color artist not going with the artist, and you almost want to say, well, I would like to see it in black and white to see, because the color artist might have like obfuscated some of the artwork. The, yeah. These guys worked. I I thought really well together. They, they yeah, did a really good that's job. a good point. You're you're right in that. 
the coloring did not obfuscate any of the the line work. You could see all of you can still see all of the line, the intricate line work, especially like in the monsters. Yeah. Which I appreciate. This might have been the first offering. They have another book, and I didn't buy the other one because it seemed. Is it all ages? Well, I don't know. I I, I don't. I have. I'll, I will say I have nothing against all ages books, because there are some that I like. But it it seemed and more the like in needs... the fantasy, like uh, it was called Kara Car, Guardian of the Realms. And this one yeah, is sort of I fantasy. I, I I would actually categorize it. It's fantasy, even though it's got a lot of kaiju kind of creatures in it. Yeah, it's because the kaiju came from a fantasy or a, another realm. Well, I think that's the where the title came from. Is it? I thought something caused it to grow, and this one, yeah, young kid went. Yeah, there's this. This thing looks awesome. Like it, it looks like something oh, out of Dungeons I, I, and Dragons. I did. I did order. Kara, Guardian of the Realms. Oh, I didn't. So you'll have to tell us how that is. Maybe you can read that next time. Yeah, I'll add that to the list. I'm curious now. I already added. Yeah, so this opens with a uh, giant kaiju monster attacking a, a city. Oh, it's attacking uh, Jakarta, right? A port in Jakarta. Yeah. Although it's not a, it's not a kaiju because they say the Greeks have the kraken. Lovecraft wrote of Cthulhu, and Leviathans of the deep. The Japanese have kaiju, but this beast is destroying the port. Is no myth. And its scream is deafening. But it is kaiju. It looks kaiju. Yeah, it's a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> They they sort of like knock it on its ass after yeah, they shoot a, a missile after into a while. Chest, which uh, yeah, but it they, doesn't. Yeah, the planes go after it and they're shooting it and finally it falls. It cocoons itself into this material. Yeah, hard shell, in a hard shell, yeah. Heals itself and then leaves again, and then it cuts to the scene with this young young boy. Well, it also after cat. it like comes out of the shell like a little. Baby pops out and goes into the water. Mm-hmm. No, I thought that was later because the boy did that, I thought. No, it's here. Oh, did it's it turn right into... It. it didn't turn into it. It, like, spawned a, a little creature... A little mini version of it came out of its stomach. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't catch that. Yeah, and then run, ran ran off... And then it cuts to Arga, who's the boy and his cat. He's the hero of our story. He's the hero of our story, our barefooted hero, who actually walks over to that kaiju and sort of uh, extracts, makes it, he makes it sound like it was a creature in the sea that somebody changed. And I think, I, I get that Durjana is the person that's turning the creatures like I, is that how you read it? The 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 Mohawk looking. Yeah, because mystic- I think it's his sister, right? I didn't catch it was his sister, but uh, she seems like it was, she th- yeah, she, she seems lives like in she's the, the uh, evil one. Yeah, she lives in the darkness, 
My understanding is that I kind of it kind of seemed like she trades places with like she goes to the spirit world and like a spirit goes to our world like trades places with her. But I'm not sure. Well, she says here, Argo will stop my little Rakasa before it can complete its mission. Right. So we should... She sent the Rakasa. And then, and then there's this this, cre- this thing says, we should have killed him at birth, my lady. While that might have it's been hard. fun, then the whole plan would have ended. She's got her plan. I think she's the villain. Yeah, and I would have been trapped in a world of humans like myself. So she's a human. Yeah. You would have failed. Hantu for human. So I think they're Hantus, like these creatures. That is the order of things. Changeling children throughout eternity. Order swapped with chaos. So he turned it into a little baby and threw it back into the ocean. And then he's met with the other two characters, Uma and Satya. But did it grow again, or was this the other thing that spawned off of it? Because they threw it into the water, and then you see it. I think it's the... uh... the Well, they're talking about the totem. So I think the totem left the big creature as the little creature. Now they're hunting the little creature, which is growing. But as as you see those two guys diving, like, into the water, um, there's the creature that's no longer a little baby it's pretty big yeah it's it's growing do you think it's the baby that he yeah i think it's the, the baby that has the totem now and now it's growing or is it the one that that the, when he was big spawned off the little one I yeah that's what i mean yeah okay. i think it's the the one that spawned okay i gotcha yeah because he says there was no totem inside of it that's why he the main dude let the little baby into the water because it didn't have the totem in it anymore, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. turn into a monster. Yeah, it was a really good uh, debut issue, I thought. good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Quite a bit. Now I'm having trouble putting it back into the bag. Amateur. Amateur night. <laughs> so then we had Blue Book. Let's see what that Blue one. Blue Book. This was the. This was the James one. Tynan Alien book. Aliens, right? And I think these are told in more of a factual basis than like let's get to know, know our characters or. Let's try to tell a fictional story. I think they're based on real true alien encounters and told just like it is. Real, real true uh, stories, people's stories of supposed alien encounters. Yeah. This one, did, <laughs> did it say the time frame on this first one? 
1961, these guys were driving back from a vacation, um, and they were really doing like the crazy vacations like I'm going to be doing next weekend where you're driving somewhere and then driving back immediately and have to be at work the next day. They're, they're doing something very similar, but, uh, they get, they, the wife sees something odd, you know, like something near the moon, a light in the sky, light yeah. in the sky and says, Hey, that, that thing's following us. And the husband starts looking at it more and it's like, well, crap. He pulls the car over and they look at the, it looks like a, uh, they're, they're trying to rationalize it. Yeah. They're trying to. And, uh, it looks like a ship with windows. So he gets binoculars out of the car and, and looks at it and he actually sees things in the windows and then uh i i don't know if this issue's continued or it ends like they're gonna capture us like yeah they're gonna capture us and he runs back to the car yeah i assume it's gonna continue i don't know the second one got me really interested from, um, uh, I guess, an historical perspective to, about this elephant thing. The second I, one got me excited because once I saw the art, I said, this is one of my favorite artists. Ah. Klaus Janssen. It is a great, great uh, artistic uh, look to it. Klaus Janssen, I know mostly as Inker, but he's done a lot of well, not a lot. He's done some art as well. You can the definitely, Punisher. you can definitely tell his influence on over who he inks just by seeing his art, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you can usually tell when he's when he inks someone. You know what I saw in a lot of the faces and. I had to do a double take on some of these pages as I saw Howard Chaikin in it. Um, hmm. the, there, there, there's a couple of things that reminded me of Howard Chaikin, like when he's looking up in the sky and he sees that bat-like creature. Yeah. That the it just shows him looking up and and looking in the sky. But it looks like Howard Chaikin. And then I, guess I can see a little bit. And then there was some of the jaw lines of the, his buddy or his. They're telling some of the backstory. The way the jaws were drawn, very chisel like. They look like Howard Chaikin chins. Hmm. But uh, that that's that's what I saw. But I was I was. The thing that interested the most of this is this elephant thing in Coney Island where yeah, it was the prostitutes used to be in, I guess. <laughs> what is this thing? This elephant looking thing. Like, I, I, I want to go look at it, look it up and see what, what was this thing was about. Yeah. It starts about this elephant story, but ends up with an actual sighting of a, this alien creature that sort of looks like a, a frogman on with yeah. with wings. 
and I'm always interested in Coney Island. I just am interested in. Yeah. I, I've I never I, been I, I there. Think I preferred done. the backup story. I I I preferred the backup story too. Uh, but I appreciate the first story. Like I, I don't know if it's going to be continued. I have the second one on my pile here. I was going to read it to see if it continued the second one, but. Oh yeah, I just looked up the elephant. Yeah, it started. It started as a tourist attraction, containing novelty stalls, a gallery, a grand hall, and a museum. The elephant's eyes contained telescopes and axes, an observatory. As Coney Island became more established as a center of tourism and leisure, the elephant began to serve as a brothel as well. That's fucking awesome <laughs> as shit. See, that's what I was interested in more than that, than the alien was the elephant thing. Yeah, I think that's why I looked it up, too. Well, I, was, I wanted to look it up. You think you looked it up for me, but I'll, I'll go read more about it if I can okay. find some more information. Like, how would they turn, like, Coney Island, to me, is like a a boardwalk amusement park. Like, why would you have this brothel in the middle of it? It just seems like an odd thing to have. I think it's gone through changes. Was it illegal to have a brothel in New York? I have no idea. I don't know. Well, I know prostitution was very prominent, but... Didn't know that you could have a brothel in an elephant and it'd be okay. Oh, we're in an elephant. We're off limits. (laughs) We're We're up in the air. We're in a tourism elephant with with telescopes for eyes. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay to fuck here. You know, we're not, it's not like we're on the rides and the kids can still have their fun. You can come, while while your kids are on the rides, you can come and have some sex. Yeah, dad, dad can go to the elephant while the kids play. <laughs> okay, you kids, you go have some fun now. Here's I'll, some money. Yeah, I'll just be money. on this elephant if you need to knock on the, the, the foot. <laughs> wave, <laughs> wave in the direction of the eyes. I'll, I'll be you. in the telescope looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertained by this. And I, I'm more interested in, like... I, 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 I am not one of those conspiracy guys that knows all the alien encounters and like these were new stories to me. I didn't I didn't know about them. Yeah. I, 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 but I'm well. sure there's people that that track that stuff and would say, oh, yeah, these stories, I I've heard of these before. Like, oh, yeah, it does. The last page does kind of indicate that the main story continues next issue. Yeah. Also includes the green children. The thing I liked about our choices, though, and I don't know about your choices, but I picked some good books blindly. Like, I I was happy with Vineyard. I was happy with Blue Book and Changelings. I thought they were good. Yeah. I was entertained, for sure. Blue Book didn't turn me on as much, but I'm glad I own it because of the Klaus Janssen backstory. Yeah. Because I need to have own all of his stuff. So I didn't miss it. Oh, for the, for this month's order, I had to make some drastic cuts. What did you cut? Anything big that you were like, oh, I really wanted that. Let me look. What did I end up cutting that I didn't want to cut? 
I was a I little tales, tales of suspense. Did I keep that one? Because I did the same thing that I did the same thing that you did. I think I kept that one. Cut that one. I cut Svenguli. Oh, I kept that one. I know for sure. Cut it. I had to cut it. I was never a. Not growing up in Chicago, I was was never a Svenguli fan. Growing up. Who does that one? Opus. Uh no, Frank Miller. Oh, that's why I was. That's the only reason I was. That's the only that. <laughs> to tell you the truth, the only reason I'm getting it is because it's Frank Miller um, yeah, presents. presents. Yeah. Not because I'm a Svanguli. I I am totally on the Elvira thing though. Like if there's an Elvira thing, I'm all over it. Yeah, you get those for Elvira. This oh one my god. Yeah, them. this one I'm just I don't watch Svanguli. I I do go to my you know my wife's mom's house my in-laws and um my father-in-law does watch Svanguli and I will see it um from time to time when I'm in Albuquerque but other than that I don't watch it yeah I also cut I didn't cut either of the two that you talked about I, I cut Prometheus and Chains that one I don't even remember. That's a Frankenstein one where he brings his wife back to life. Oh, I kept that one. Who was that publisher on that? Do you remember? Eh, I didn't write it down. I okay. don't know. What's the next one? Oh, I don't like going through this list. No, I want to know because I see if, <laughs> I, if I cut any of them. I cut Mark of Death. One shot. Mark of I got that one too. I didn't cut that one. The Way of the Rat, Year of the Rat. Yeah, Year of the Rat. Cut. I cut. That was a 4.19 comic book with discount, though. That was a high one. Yeah, that was a good cut. Yeah. 5.99 cover. Probably has more pages. I cut. Drop Dead Assassin. Drag Assassin. Drag Assassin? Yeah. I cut that one, I guess, because I didn't don't even have it. Yeah, let's see it. And then Casualty of the Machine. I dropped that one. That one I kept. Who was that? Do you know? That's Black Box. Oh, okay. The interesting, the interesting thing is, like, I'm asking you, like, who was this again? And I, it's like I probably could have dropped them and not known. <laughs> That's what's interesting. Oh, I got a couple more. Bryn Moore. Wow, you really is... did some some. Steve uh... Miles. I'm over budget still. Bryn Moore. Many... I didn't cut. You're all in in Steve Niles, aren't you? Well, yes. I, I've gotten some weird publishers too with Steve Niles. It's, I, I really like his strange style. Even though it, sometimes you read an issue and you're like, God damn, that didn't really do much. Yeah, it, that's it, what gets me. It, it's odd as a whole. Like I like it as a whole. So like if there's yeah. a three issue arc, I usually get some kind of payoff that I like. It's an odd storytelling, but it's not. It doesn't lead to singles very well. But I don't often read 
a single as a single. Yeah, he may, it makes it hard for my system where I just read number one and try and decide because sometimes it's number ones. It's like, well, nothing really happened. <laughs> so I think I only cut one of the ones you cut. Do you have? And one I also more? cut animals number one. That one doesn't sound familiar. From Invapex. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I don't think I cut that one. I don't think it ever made my list. Yeah. So. There's too much. But I have to do this exercise if I want to do the Star Wars, which is going to be very interesting. Like, I I, I want my previews now. It's weird because I picked up the Marvel preview and the DC preview already Mm -hmm. from the LCS, but I don't have the other one. And that's the one I really need (laughs) <laughs> to figure out like how am I gonna pull this what, off? What you can order from the other ones? Yeah. So. You you'd think it this would be easy because there's like three companies that are self-destructing or four. Valiance down to one book. That's that's it. AWA is two. Aftershock is none right now. It, it's like how did what did I pick up to? Opus is on the decline <laughs> because I'm not getting the, the the rock and roll books anymore, the the musical ones. I'm okay. just get I'm just getting the Frank Frazetta, Frazetta uni- yeah. universes. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that should I don't, help a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's either something that's happening like DC's this next uh, month is like an event that God, it's huge. It's crossing I think over I everything. think you're right though in that the the price of comics overall has just gone up a little bit. Well, I I think Scout is all 4.99 like yeah. And and I think uh I know so. AfterShock was already 4.99. So there's there's a lot of people playing with that price tag and and I know Frank Miller presents even though I'm support, I you get a huge page count with those. They're like 60 pages but those are expensive books those are 7.99 those are uh yeah. cost of bad idea that bad idea is all 7.99 a comic so Whew, it's rough out there yep it is but i i, I think what you have to do is get what you really like <laughs> Yeah, with, with, with the new number ones, more, the the fairness is is like if I like Star Wars, I won't know what I'm missing if I don't if I don't get it. Unless you say, "God damn it, Mike, you fucking missed!" Like you might say that with the next Vizzy title, right? Because I didn't get it. You yeah, might say, be, "This is amazing. this is amazing. You would have loved it." I I don't think I will because I think I. Overall, I can miss fantasy, and I'll be like sort of okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, the one that we just read, seems fantasy, but it seems more kaiju related to me, like monsters and stuff, which, which yeah. I, I I didn't used to be into, but I am like big time, big time now. Like if there's a kaiju book from Image, I'll get it. So. We talked about Blue Book and Changelings. You want to go to the uh, approach? Yeah, let's do the approach. That one I can't find. Oh, there it is. 
I have to flip through it to remember it because I watched a TV show that had a airport stuff, and now I'm gonna get them confused. What was the TV show? Uh, shit. <laughs> oh, the uh, Enemy Within. Is that a? What is on that? What is on? Where's that playing? I've never heard of that. ABC maybe? I don't know. One of the one of the networks. I just started watching it. Is it good? I like it. I mean, it's a police procedure. Another another police procedural, or it's actually FBI. Uh, another FBI show. But they had a they had an airport thing. The uh, the approach was there's this big bulky dude that's aging oh, that gets. I'll also say this is Jeremy Hahn who I'm hit or miss on. So really. I was happy that this was a hit, but he wrote this with Jason Hurley, so maybe the combination works better for me. What do you not like from Jason Hahn? I think Hahn is like a go-to, whether he's doing art or whether he's doing story. I seem to like it. I I don't like. I just haven't liked it. What do you not like? That's what I'm asking. I didn't like the beauty. What? (laughs) Okay, now 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 the. That that's terrible. I I think you're. I didn't you, like it. You, bullshit. Go to go to your fucking notes. I'm gonna go to my notes. Yes. I I think you're full of shit right now. <laughs> I think this is you not remembering. <laughs> I don't. I I'm gonna look up Han. Well, can't you look up Beauty? Yeah. Approach I liked. You keep all the creators in your notes. Yeah. Helps wow. Me. I'm comp- I'm uh my system is flawless. Oh, I don't see beauty. I gotta go to my. I gotta go on my computer to find it because there was it's not on my. How does it? Do, do you not sync the two or what? What's going on? What's, oh, what the fu- old old phone, new phone. Well, can't you move the old stuff to the new phone? Oh shit! I I gave beauty a four out of five. Yeah, see, you fucking don't even... You don't need... <laughs> right now, I want you to give Jeremy Hahn an apology, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, what the... Okay, give me another one of his titles. I'll tell you. God, I can't think of it. I know he's done art on a lot of them. What I is he like written? I'm very confused now. We love me, the beauty, motherfucker. I'll go back and listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did like the beauty. I apologize for... Saying bad things about the beauty. See, he—I have to call him out on this because his system doesn't fucking work, <laughs> and I know that he doesn't remember what he read last week. So I have to like challenge him. That's why I do this, <laughs> just so I can make sure his memory. I swear I didn't like that one. <laughs> I swear you're Stand wrong. Corrected. Stands corrected. What else has he done? <sighs> Let me. Here we go. I'm a, I found a, a link. Jeremy Han Comics. Writer. He hasn't really written that much. Jeremy. No, he's mostly an artist. He he did Red Mother, which I don't think I've read. Red Mother. Maybe that's the one I didn't like. The Realm. Realm. 
Let me see what I gave the realm. Oh my gosh, a realm matches too many word too many comics have a realm in them. Come on. System failing. I can't find the realm. Maybe that's the one you didn't like, Realm. Could be. I swear I didn't like the beauty, you, but man, getting old sucks. Well, I knew realm. that you liked it. Oh because yeah, I, we... I hated Realm. Okay, I haven't. I don't think I read Realm. I gave it two out of five. <laughs> realm, <laughs> realm was so bad that it spoiled Beauty for me. No, it didn't. <laughs> because we talked about Beauty, I think, on the show. I know. My it spoiled the memory. My memory of Beauty. What else do you do? Red, 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 room, red mother, the red mother. Uh, maybe, I don't think I got red mother because I don't like Jeremy Hahn. You have you've mentioned one fucking book. That's one <laughs> fucking issue, and you're saying this this terrible thing about a creator. It's been on DC Noise. Hey, hey, okay, hey, wait, wait, uh, Keith, this one's to you. You know how much (laughs) you love Jeremy Hahn, how you called him on to our show on DC Noise? (laughs) Look what what Bill Bomer is saying about Jeremy Hahn. And I want you to fuck with him on social media. (laughs) Fuck Bill Bomer. Keith does not go on social media. (laughs) I wish he was back on Twitter, goddammit. <laughs> he still has right, a face. I apologize Facebook about the beauty, though. I forgot no, you should I apologize about it. You read one comic, and you're condemning a great creator on the realm. Okay, you didn't like the realm. <laughs> I didn't like the realm. It's terrible. <laughs> I am gonna read the realm for next episode. I thought I read Red Mother. No, I must not have ordered Red Mother. I don't know if I have, but the odds are very high. Let's see. Mother. The Red Mother. Oh, I did get Red Mother. It was Boom. God damn it. Why don't I have a review of it? Did I not read Maybe I didn't read it yet. This or was in 2019. To... This would be a really tough one for me to find. Oh, man. I don't have any record of reading it. I'm going to look and see if it's in my box. There's 12 issues. Well, you should be able to find that. How do I do this? Without killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Live on the air. <coughs> if, if I suddenly go dark, call 911. Are you going to drop a box on your head or what? <laughs> I have to move some boxes. Well, right, if Keith alive. listens to this episode, like he, he's going to really give you crap. I know he will. Because Jeremy Hahn, he loves Jeremy Hahn. Look, not every... Oh, shit, this is the wrong box. Oh, damn it. Okay, I got the... No, that's not the wrong box, too. Son of a bitch. My system is... Oh, my gosh. So this... Fa- Red, the Red Mother falls into an issue that I own all 12, and I haven't read. <laughs> well, let's see if I've new DC. It's not in that box. What's this box? After losing her eye, 
and the man she loves in a brutal mugging, Daisy McDonough is left trying to put the pieces of her life back together. Just when she begins to think she can heal and move on, she begins to see things strange through her prosthetic eye, and the Red Mother sees her in return. Well, that sounds pretty good. There you go. <laughs> See, there you go. But that, sounds familiar. It, it sounds like I might have read it. See, Jeremy Hahn is is one of those creators though that started off mostly as an artist. For sure. For Marvel and DC, like I've read, I, I've seen his art like a lot in a lot of books. Really good artist. His writing, I haven't read a lot. I've read the beauty. And now I've read the approach, and I thought the approach was solid. I don't know what you think, but yeah, like I think I read Red Mother, but I didn't write it down. I wish I didn't have to write down things to remember. Like I'm at the. Do you remember when we were young, when we were doing Geek Brunch many, many years ago, and we used to remember like everything, like every like detail. I remember going, being able to go to a comic show and looking through a box of comics and say, got it, got it, got it, got it, need it, got and it. And now you don't even remember what you read last week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what I read last week. I don't think you do. I used to remember stuff by covers, though. It, I mean, granted, it's also a, a factor of size where... You know, going from 10 long boxes to however many I have now. It was easy to remember when I only had a small collection. Now, if I, were to, if I could remember every cover, I would be a savant. I just <laughs> wish I could... I wish that I could store all my books with me, because then I... As they're separated, I have a harder time... Separation anxiety. Yeah, dealing with it. Like, and laziness. Just sheer, like, I don't feel like going over there right now to get it, you know? That's my main worry. Like, I just don't like that. That I'll be, like, just not motivated to go over there. And now I'm so old, and they can just screw me. Like, they raised my rent a $100. And it's like, oh, I don't want to find another place. I don't want to. There's that. Like, yeah, it's, they got you over a belt. Yeah, it's like, and I'm so old. I don't want to lift 35 boxes. Like, it's it's terrible. It's. Yeah, they got you. That's why I, I need to. I've, I've, I've exceeded my room here by a short box. So now I'm going to have to. Uh, I gotta find somewhere in the basement I could put another shelf. At least you're finding out to do that. There's there's some stuff I could do with toys and moving stuff around, but I haven't had the energy. Maybe maybe now that I finally am over this cold, I can do what I want to do and give Barb some of her living room back. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta get to it. But uh, let's go over the approach. We haven't even talked about it. You, you, sure you all, all you did, no, all you talked about was how bad the beauty was, <laughs> and then I called you on it. True. 
So you don't even remember what you like. That's the scary thing. Your your system, your one issue system is all I fucked remember, up. Most of the time, I remember what I like. But you I liked wonder... you liked the approach, and you probably didn't even. I mean, you liked uh, the beauty, and you didn't even buy the sec the 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 trade. I did. <coughs> I haven't read it yet though. Shit. I'm already getting hungry again, and I ate breakfast like at 6.30, and it's already almost 10.30, and I almost want to eat Barb's breakfast sandwich that I bought for her. <laughs> Why isn't she eating it? Because she went – she's been productive today. She went to Pilates. She ex, She got up early to go exercise, and then she went to Target and picked up our groceries. <clears throat> Now she's going to eat breakfast, I'd imagine. But the approach is about a snowstorm in a very small town. And this guy gets a call and he's like, ah, crap, I don't want to. He's an older guy. He has to take some pills like me and Bill do to to fuck the pain away. Gets in his car. It's a horrible snowstorm. He sees cars like abandoned on the street. He's like the fire chief or something. Yeah. And the airport is almost like vacant because they don't have any flights coming in, but they have one flight they have to land. So he has to get there and clear the runway so this one flight can land. Hmm. And he does clear. They manage to clear the runway so the plane can land. And now they're worried like, God, how long is this snowstorm going to last? Are we going to be able to feed these people? They have to even break into, like, the snack machine to, like, keep people. Yeah, they, op- they open up the They snack open machines. it up. Like, let's like, just. Bring blankets and we stuff. Don't, yeah, we people. don't know how long. We're, we don't have electricity. The electricity is out, except for the tower where the guy has backup power. The the, the, the guy in the tower. Yeah, is, air traffic control guy. Yeah, I think he's got a wheelchair. Like, he's wheelchair bound. But he's stuck there all by himself. And, uh, <clears throat> well, they, that all happens. And then they're trying to calm things down, get all the people situated. And then there's like a, a, a two plane plane that's going to land. And they're like, what the hell? Why is yeah, this, well, this isn't, comes in, even yeah. in the manifest, this Cessna comes in, it blows up on the runway, but they managed to take the burnt body out of the, one of the burnt bodies out of the the cabin and bring yeah. it in the like the dead corpse and they said well we'll drop it outside soon so it'll keep frozen or whatever well they find out this plane manifest or whatever was like from many years ago and then when they go back to look at the body it, it killed some woman there and there's looks like there's an alien that came out of that body I liked it. It had everything like I thought the yeah, beats were good. good. The story was good. Jeremy Hahn kicked butt like he usually does. <laughs> it wasn't as good as the beauty, but I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I wouldn't ever want to be in one of these situations. Like Greg Rucka did a book where they're in the Antarctic or whatever and there was like a murder in the I forget what that was called, but uh, oh, white. 
white yeah you know there's i i like books like this like where it's yeah it's a classic alien type situation you know like uh you're trapped in a snowstorm at an airport and there's a monster in the building yeah the shining I, i like stuff like that i i gave it a four out of five i enjoyed it quite a bit uh, we have Vineyard. This one I don't even have to open because I liked it so much. I remember everything. <laughs> this so, is about a vineyard. Yeah, wine is a is sort of a big thing with a lot of people. Like they know how to drink the wine, they know how to swish it in their mouth. They've made movies with big actors just about wineries. Like I, I don't get that culture at all. Like I don't. I get it. I mean, it's I don't. Like I don't. Any... I don't even get it because I don't drink. I don't like wine. No, but uh, it's I don't. Like, it's, it's like any kind of. Uh, it's, it's I don't very, even know what you call it. Seems it. like a very pretentious thing. Like. Uh... <clears throat> it's on. It, it's more on the pretentious side, I think, because of the price involved. Yeah. But but you have this in like beer aficionados are the same. Like whiskey aficionados are the same. There's people who are really into like cheese there's people who are really, like i'm a lot really of into fast food i think it's in. a yeah, really people good, are like... really into fast food hamburgers yeah i i like that people are really into pizzas yeah i ate a <laughs> there's french fry french fry aficionados i love french fries i love potatoes just in general i'm a potato aficionado I'll eat like, the shit out of any potato. I like, yeah, like fr- fries. I, I like haven't mash, run across. Mash. I haven't run across a potato I won't eat. I'm not. They're, I'm not even a huge those fan of scallop potatoes. potatoes. Oh, I like scallop potatoes. Mmm. <laughs> Julian potatoes. Uh, twice baked potatoes. Baked potatoes. Fries. <sighs> I'm getting really hungry right now. Tater like, tots. Like potato pancakes. Potato. That I'm not into. Yeah, I'm not really into those either. Yeah, I guess you mentioned a potato I don't care for. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have any desire to have a potato pancake. I've had one way back when I was younger. My mom made some potato pancakes. I didn't like them. Maybe I had to revisit them though, because now I'm eating things I never thought I'd like, That's like right. guacamole like, oh, and like it's maybe so it's some mist. But this is about people who like the wine. Actually, it, it's it, about people who make How many wine. people talk about comics like we do? We got into fast food talking about vineyard. Like, you can't get that anywhere else. <laughs> talking about We're talking about potato scallop potatoes and potato pancakes just because of vineyard. You can't get that at any of their podcasts. You have to listen to Geek Brunch. But vineyard is about that nice wine that people like to have and uh this is about a family that sort of sold their souls to dionysus is that is the god of wine yeah we saw third eye blind and i always think of that song the god of wine comes crashing i like that song but uh i was playing that as i was reading this comic book yeah it was just based on that song i think it could be this family has the father is sort of like wheelchair bound 
have a young, handsome son that does a lot of work th this area, and then the mother. Him child, my friends. <laughs> very, very sexy mom, by the way. She's a sexy woman, older woman that hits on him. But uh, it's it's a family that sacrifices four bodies a year to this god, and then they get this wine that delicious is wine, perfect. Like it brings in more people, it brings in keeps their business alive. It's like the perfect wine, and once you taste it, you will not want any other kind of wine. And uh, the woman has to sacrifice. It's her job now that the husband can't do these killings and she has to kill somebody to make the sacrifice and she can't do it so the son has to step up and he actually does it and the father is really bitter towards the woman because she can't continue this thing and they have a daughter which is i also loved about the story because there's uh, a lot of the back matter are four letters from the, the daughter writing to herself about the situation that she's in in this whacked out family. And the daughter actually is talking to the mother and she wants to she wants to take her mother away. She's like, you know, dad's a nutcase. I need to come and get you out of there. And I think she's going to head, head to yes, the I winery. Left, so you can leave too. Yeah, she wants her mom to leave as well. And the, the father tells the son, no, you need to keep this thing going because your mother is not going to cut the mustard. And guess what? He takes takes that woman, that that older woman that wants to have sex with him. He goes to her uh, room because and, and leads her on and he's going to kill her. He kills her as a, one of the sacrifices for the wine. What happened? Oh. It's better to get more than less. Oh. Did you have to... Did they... you have to file it or did they... Oh. They should give it to you for free. Yeah, and like you said, at the back of this, there's like about four or five pages of letters from the kind of a diary of the girl. Yeah. From... I, I I think I read this at the perfect time. It was early Saturday morning. It was the first comic I read. It it just clicked with me. Like every page just, it read so well as, as yeah, a story. It was, it was well written. And so the art was, was perfect. Brian Hawkins wrote it. Yeah. With Sam Cavella, Sammy Cavella art, which that's, I recognize that name. I don't, but I thought his art was fantastic. He drew a sexy older woman that likes to drink wine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, he does draw some sexy women. The son should have uh, had some sex before the murder. <laughs> He just killed her right away. Made the sacrifice. Yeah, that's a uh, poor planning on his part. Well, he seems into it. Like he seems like he doesn't care. Like he seems like he's his father's son. Like he believes everything 
his father's telling him the daughter is the one that's resistant. I hope the daughter tries to take the mother away because the mother, there, she's in a bad situation because that's her business. But they're killing people for their business. It's crazy. Oh, here this this uh, this uh, <clears throat> artist has done <coughs> Xenoscope, Hitlist, Realm War. And done some beautiful canvas for Black Mask. Mm. I'm familiar with his Xenoscope. Some other <clears throat> stuff. Just... <clears throat> so the only thing we have left is Damn Them All, which was your favorite. Damn Them All. Mr. Spurrier. With art by... Charlie Adlard. That's oh. a big artist. Walking Dead? Walking Dead fame. And this is about a young female uh, magician's protege, I guess. Well, she's the niece of an uncle that was into the magic, and he sort of made her an apprentice, and they actually talk to demons and stuff like that. But it, it sounds like he has a uh, a background in like the some dirty areas, and you know the mafia and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he he yeah he teaches her how to kind of how to summon a demon, and he kind of explains that it's it's not like you see on TV where you can just summon a demon. It takes a lot of work, and you have to make like a personal sacrifice in order to to summon it. So she has, so she he has her. He's just to give up alcohol, weed, and sex for a month. In order to to summon a de- to try and summon a demon, and then it jumps. That's kind of in the past, and then it jumps to the present where they're at his funeral. And she's speaking at his funeral, right? She's the one talking. I can't remember. There is a a character that they introduce, and you're not. I'm not. I wasn't sure what she was, but I think she's the cop. Or FBI. She's at the funeral. Yeah. But at the funeral, they a demon comes in, in at the 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 facility. Everybody starts vomiting and yeah. Well, they they like party after yeah, uh, like a bar or whatever after the funeral. Yeah, and a demon appears. And then it's the guy that worked with the uncle that's trying to recruit her, right? Because he knows that she has that ability. Yeah, because I think the... The demon was looking. Oh, the demon was looking for the the boss, the gangster boss guy, right? 
Yeah. But she but she lied and said, that's him right there. And just pointed at, like, some dude. So the demon just, like, killed the dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the demon's like, all right, I'm done. And then, oh, yeah, then it kind of ties to the story at the beginning where she finds the guy who summoned the demon. And she's like, it's supposed to take, like, a lot of work to summon a demon, but this guy can just, like, summon them instantly. Yeah. And the cop show up. And then they, that demon looks like a little baby at the end. And it's like... I, I guess I guess the demons were suffering at the hands of her uncle, and not as isn't all as it appears to be. I guess I don't know if you have any. Sympathy yeah, it seems for demons, like. But yeah, it seems like the the demons are stuck on Earth, and and powerful men are using the demons for their own purposes. Yeah. So it's, it looks like it's going to be up to her to try and free the demons. But I liked it. I liked the her character. <coughs> yeah. I thought if I had to pick one for you that you that would be the one you'd like the most. I thought you'd like Vineyard a little bit more than you did, but um... I did. I did like it. I did like Vineyard. I gave. It, I mean, I did give it a four out of five. Yeah, but a four out of five for you means am I gonna get the trade or not? It's it's a fifty fifty shot. <coughs> it didn't used to be, now it is. I don't have no room. Before a <laughs> before a four out of five was like, Okay, I'll get the trade. Now it's more like it has to be a five out of five, that's a for sure. And yeah, then the four out of five, out of five, five the four out of fives fall into that I'll get half of them. Maybe. maybe. I, I said maybe the same time you did. <laughs> yes. But a lot of the four or fives I'll, I'll get from the library or something. Like I intend to, the four or fives, I intend to read at some point in the future. I just don't want to physically own it. So I'll read it digitally or get it from the library. Yeah. I just don't have any room on my shelves anymore, so you got to be special to make it into the collection. So everything for me was a 4 out of 5, except for the Vineyard, which is a 5 out of 5. And the everything other... was... What was it? Everything was 4 out of 5 for me, except for... Uh, maybe it was. I was going to say Blue Book, but... The first story in there is a three out of five, but I like this. I like the second story, so maybe it averages to a, a four out of five. That's gonna be a rough one though, because you don't know what you're getting going forward at all because of the nature of what the book is. Yeah. Like, uh, your 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 method is is totally thrown out. The toilet. Why? For what this. do you mean? Because of the because, because if the you don't get story? it. Yeah, but no, because. You don't know what you're going to get, like future alien stories or the future creative artist that's going to be on the story. You mm -hmm. don't know what you're going to miss unless you get it. <laughs> and you're not going to get it because it ranks so True. low. So it's unless true. you're into like or unless you're curious about what these alien stories are, they're, they're, you'll never read it. 
Unless it's True. at the library. Nah, I don't think I'll get this from the library. It's just not my it's not my thing. I don't I don't care about alien abduction stories. All right, well that that wraps up what we did. Uh, I have a list of books that we could cover next time. Uh, you, I'll I'll let you pick which ones you want to cover, but I know which ones I'm gonna read for next time. I just have to go grab them. I pulled them oh, already. You pulled them already. Because with this storage unit thing, it's I gotta be proactive. I understand. So I picked a, an American mythology book called Jade Vampire. I don't know if you got it because not all the American mythology books fall in here. You say Jade Vampire? Yeah. It's spelled, I don't even remember that one. Va- vampire is spelled P-Y-R-E. But, uh, yeah, I did not get that. Okay, I'm going to read that one. No one, number one. You might have not read that one because of the Massiverse. I, yeah, I did. I did get that one. Okay, that one's actually worth money, by the way. That one's hitting oh. hitting it back. Uh, hitting it. Uh, Stoneheart, Emma Kubert. Yes, I got that. Torrent, number one. That's a Mark Guggenheim. I'm guessing I got that. And one, the next one is a Mad Cave Hunt, Kill, Repeat. I should write these down. No one, Torrent. Stoneheart. Stoneheart. What was this Hunt, last one? Hunt, kill, repeat. Hunt, kill. That sounds like a book I would get for sure. Kill. Let's see. So the only Go. one you didn't get was the Jade Vampire. Oh, I didn't get Hunt, kill, repeat. Wow, that surprises me. That is surprising. I'll have to look up why I didn't do that. Why I didn't get it. Might have been one of like the cuts you had to make. Is it a Jeremy Hahn book? <laughs> well, no, the cuts you had to make. We, you you just covered. You dropped like yeah seven or eight titles this last time. It might have been one of those that you dropped. Let's see if I can figure out. Maybe it was this month. Who's the publisher on that? On Hunt, Kill, Repeat, it's Mad Cave. Pass. Oh, Greek Gods on Earth. Yeah, I passed on that one. So you can tell uh, me. That's a bad idea. I, I passed because I'm, I'm not a big Greek Gods fan. It looks really good. Maybe I missed out. But you... you... And then, then the other one is Exciting Comics 24 through 26. And then yeah. uh, whatever you throw at me during the week. <clears throat> Sound right? Sounds good. Yep. All right. So the only things that I've watched is I watched an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called uh, The Last Stand. Um it's on Netflix right now. It's in the top ten uh, movies. It, is it I new? Think it was, no, it's like uh, 2019, I think, or maybe a little older. I don't remember. But uh, 
the premise of this one, I love this movie. I gave it a five out of five. I just thought the action in it was so damn good. There's a Mexican cartel guy um, that the FBI has under control, and he he breaks out of prison in Vegas. And he had pre previously somebody in his crew had stole this Corvette that can hit up to like almost 200 miles an hour, and he has somebody in the FBI, a, a woman that's working with them, and they they get away and go to the small town where a lot of his crew is building a bridge so he could drive over into Mexico, and uh, on this this Corvette. And they go through this small town where Arnold Schwarzenegger's there, and Knoxville is a crazy gun, a gun guy that owns a museum in that town. And uh, they uh, they have to do this like maneuver to actually stop this guy and his cartel from getting across the area. And it's sort of like a small town versus. Uh, this cartel and it, it was really a really exciting uh, a movie it has um god what is that guy i have to look up the it has a bunch of big actors in it but it, it has um the quarterback from friday night lights he plays one of the deputies in there um mm-hmm. i can't remember what his name is I want to say Swergen, but it's not Swergen. That's the guy from Dead Deadwood. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, it was a good a good uh, adventure uh, movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And then uh, I, I'm watching currently. Um, I can't even think of the title now. It's something Train with Brad Pitt. It's like Speed Train or something like that. Bullet Train. And uh, that's my new exercise movie. But that one's kind of like a comedy adventure in the fact that there's this suitcase that everybody's after on this bullet train and all these assassins and awful people that are trying to get the suitcase. And that that one looks like it's going to finish off pretty good. I'm enjoying it. And um, we finished Mandalorian season three, and it was amazing. We were caught up with the Good Doctor, which is really good. Except they they did something that I don't like um, with one of the major characters, which is kind of throwing me off the show a little bit because I don't like what the Good Doctor's doing. But uh, which character? His the. The older doctor, the brain, the brain surgeon guy, the neurologist, yeah. that raised the good doctor, if you will. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're doing something with him that I. It's not him that's annoying me. It's something that happens to him that the good doctor becomes obsessed with. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. But. Uh... I think it, I think that's intent like intentional. Well, I know it's to intentional. Show, I just uh, don't like it. Sean's, I, Sean's overreaction, yeah. His overreaction. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm up to speed. Okay. It, it's it's overdoing it, though. Like, it's... 
he's hyper analyzing everything, even though he's being a dick. Can, cancer <laughs> cancer's not there anymore. Yeah. And it I, it would drive me crazy, like entirely, like because he, he he goes into surgery with them as an observer, and it's like he's observing everything because he's obsessed with it. And it's yeah, yeah. I just want to punch him in the face. You know, I never <laughs> wanted to do that before, but uh, yeah, there there's that. I think everyone wants to punch him in the face. They're like, I think we finished another show, but I don't remember for the life of me what it is. Something we watched before Mandalorian, but I don't remember. Yeah, we watched Andor. I talked about that last time, but I thought there was something before. We're watching um, Poker Face now. Okay. On NBC. I watched the first, first episode of it. Yeah, we just watched the first episode, and I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it was very good. What a it it almost it was like an episode and I was like this feels like a movie like I don't know it it felt it, it feels like a serialized thing because of the situation but it is it is very interesting <laughs> it was the first episode could have been just like its own movie if they wanted to do it that or it way. could have been standalone entirely yeah that's what I mean yeah because I love how that guy just walks off the ledge. <laughs> She fucked with him so bad. He just commits suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I she has the ability to re, to uh tell if somebody she's like a human lie detector. Right. And she's really good at poker and she kind of became a cocktail waitress because the owner of the casino caught her and says if you ever do this again, I'll kill you. Well, the casino owner changed to his son, and now the son's running things. And uh, it has Benjamin Bratt and the girl that's from American Pie. I can't remember her name, but I I, I liked it a lot. So me and Barb are totally going to finish 10-episode Poker Face because mm-hmm. uh, we enjoyed it. That's what we're watching now. Cool. Outside of my normal stuff, uh, what am I watching now? Oh, I did watch. Uh, I watched the movie about the cocaine. Cocaine, cocaine bear. Bear movie. Yes. I, I love that, that movie. Yeah, that was really. I think really it's a movie that everybody needs in their life at this point in time. Like, just, just to not yeah. something to not take seriously and just enjoy. Um. We started watching the documentary behind it because it is based on a true story, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I didn't finish it, so I don't have much to say about it. I did it. the I did the exact same thing. <laughs> well, it's because for one thing, the documentary is like long, really long. They should yeah. have been, it should have been half an hour, but so it started out good, but then they're like. To tell the story, we needed to jump into the past, and that's where I was like, I don't want to hear the past story. I just want to hear about the damn bear. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hear about the bear. So I was like, forget it. I'm not going to watch this. I, I was <laughs> I was going to fast forward until I get to the bear part, but I'm like, ah, oh, that's too much trouble. <laughs> I'll just look up the story online. But that was, yeah, that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And what else am I watching? Started to watch something. Oh, I started to watch that uh, Mrs. Davis show. 
I haven't heard of that. What's that on? I think it's on Peacock. Let's try to watch. Well, I think Poker I did run across there. that because I was scrolling. As I was trying to find Poker Face, a bunch of stuff was showing up. And I think that was one of the things that showed up. What is that about? The first episode's pretty weird, but it seems to be about... It takes place Oh, the... shit. Thank you, Barb. Oh, you remember the show you watched? <laughs> and that's so worth talking about. It's so worth talking about. She just she remembered the show that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, I'll finish Miss Davis. Yeah, finish Miss Davis. So it, it appears to be about... in an, uh takes place in the near future where... Everyone in the world is... Um, <coughs> Not really subservient, but almost subservient to this AI system. Kind of scary because so it's kind of like it's kind of like Alexa. It's like this female AI that yeah. basically tells people, basically can control the world, control the world because they can control it can control like any can control people because it'll if you do what it wants you to do you get rewarded so basically mm-hmm. you, you do whatever they uh, it tells you to do and there's peace <laughs> in the world because everyone's basically under control of this ai and then so there's one character who is a is against the ai and doesn't want to work with it but then she comes to an agreement where she'll go on this quest for the for the ai so it, 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 it are you going to continue with it? I think I am. It, it, it's interesting and it, it's told in a, a strange way, and some of it's kind of it's a little unrealistic, but it, it was interesting. <laughs> so I'll probably mm-hmm. stick with it. Cool. The one the one show that me and Barb watched, and I, that was the one I couldn't remember. It was it's a TV show. Uh, self-contained and has not, nowhere to go after this season, but uh, it's Beef on Netflix, and it was it was absolutely incredible. <laughs> it's a it's a story about road rage gone horribly horribly bad. It's like eight or ten episodes I can't remember, but uh, it was so damn entertaining. It stars uh, Glenn from Walking Dead. Um, mm-hmm. It is so good. I I, I I I highly recommend watching Beef. It, it was just uh, highly uh, entertaining and 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 stressful. I I think it gave me anxiety in certain areas and um, sometimes an air, air, a feeling of like man these people are just awful, but. Uh, it was a really good show, and um, I was glad that I was able to watch it with Barb because somebody at work told me about it. They said it was a, a road rage thing, and I, I had seen Unhinged and liked the movie uh, with Russell Crowe a lot, uh, and that's about road rage. And I was like, "Ooh, this sounds like it's up my alley," and uh, it was it was really good. I, I highly recommend it. On Netflix. Cool. Such an unusual series, too. Like, I, I don't know why they thought of doing it, but it's one of those things that you do, and it caused uh, 
it's popular on Netflix enough to be in the top 10 for at least three or four weeks straight. So, yeah, there's still a lot of good shows and on all these services, <coughs> they'll like pop up like, here's our new series or whatever. And it always looks really good. <laughs> yeah. And Peacock has still has a couple of movies I need to watch. Like it has that uh, Batista stuck in a cabin or something. Movie. Oh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah I need that's to, really I know you, good. You like that's that M, one, M. Night so. Shyamalan. Yeah. So I need to watch that one. And there's another one they have too that looks good. I'm like, damn, I need to watch Megan. That. Yeah, that's it. Megan. Yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah, I have to watch Megan. Yeah, those, so those two. I'm like, God, they're just piling up these things I need to watch. <laughs> yeah, Poker Face though is, is the next thing that it's going to take up our time. I thought it was going to be up my alley because I saw like a clip. Like, you know, we don't pay for the non-commercial NBC. We pay for the commercial one. Mm-hmm. And um, they often advertise their own shows. And that's how I found out about Poker Face is I watched it. And I was like, that seems like a cool concept. I'd check it out. Yeah, and I like that actress. She's good. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of streaming stuff that I do I do want to watch. Um, you should watch The Last Stand though. It's just, if you just want some action like expendable action hero stuff, it's really really fun. And I think I is that the one. Yeah, I looked up that one. That's why uh. A South Korean director, so that's right up my alley. I love yeah, South, it's real South Korean stuff. I did notice that the the director, because I was watching the post credits on it, and uh, it it is it, it is shot really well. <laughs> it's really cool. It's one of those weird, mindless entertainment type small town able to hold its own against a criminal empire like the magnificent okay. seven if you will <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's pretty it's pretty fun but uh yeah i haven't watched as much as i usually watch because i haven't been exercising so hopefully i'll be back on target back on it yeah yep and i will say that mood matters a lot i was uh I started last week reading Spider-Man by Dan Slott and uh, uh, Bagley mm-hmm. and absolutely wanted to drop it after two issues. I'm like, this multiverse Spider-Man shit is just pissing me off. Like, I was getting angry. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I have all these issues. How am I going to do it? I sat on it for a week. Mm-hmm. I read it yesterday. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I, I I read four more issues of it, and uh, it started to really click with me on several different levels. And I was laughing at the jokes, and I I, I, I thought it was really well put together if you're in the mood for it. But, uh, yeah, I, I read that, and I, I found out what was happening with it. Spider-Man and Mary Jane and why she has two kids now and um that was that was interesting. I got all caught up on my Spider-Man. Now I have to get 
all caught up on my Superman, so that's what I'll be doing. But that's all I have to talk about. I have Team America on its way, and uh, there was some other book. Oh, I, I, I've been posting on Twitter, if you follow me, like all my creepers and all my plastic bands. And I, it's a fun exercise to go through to see if you have everything. And so far I have, except for the Golden Age Plastic Man. But I did run across uh, a couple of creepers I didn't have in this exercise, and <laughs> I ordered them. There was a Detective Comics he appeared in. It was a Detective Comics that was a reprint, but the creeper story was original. Oh, backup. And yeah. I ordered it as a backup. And then there's a Vertigo title with a female creeper that I didn't have, and I also ordered that, so... I think by the end of this exercise, I'll have every single creeper that's ever been published and every single plastic man that's ever been published ex with the exception of the golden age stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been a fun drill. So you're just going through like a list of his appearances. I'm going through my, my database and all the appearances of the character Okay. and in the order they're published mm -hmm. and I say, I got this one, I got this one, and I post them, I post two of each a day, and I, for the most part, I have everything, but I have run across a couple I haven't, but I've ordered. Missing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a fun exercise, because I'm finding out a couple of things that just fell under my radar, because they were in a different title, or different, like yeah, a Vertigo just, series, yeah. Notice it, yeah. A totally different character. <laughs> yep, but that's about it. I think we could wrap this up unless you got anything else to pimp. Don't think so. Oh, what did you think of Cocaine Bear? I mean, I, what were your general thoughts? I I liked it. Wanted... It was. It's what I what I expected it to be. Just a fun. Yeah fun movie with uh lots of good kills in it yeah quality I, kills i like the two kids too how they were like the kid is like oh yeah i do cocaine after church or whatever with <laughs> <Yeah>. my friend <laughs> and then says okay prove it and then he like takes a spoonful and they eat well, it oh you know, she's like yeah she's like <laughs> what are you okay, supposed to how do, do? You do yeah how do you do it and he's like you eat it <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how much? She's like, I like a tablespoon. <laughs> tablespoon. <laughs> yeah, that kid was hilarious. I, I, I thought yeah, that, that casting that, of that kid was great. For sure, he was, that was great. And I thought the, the casting of the, like, the hashers and burnouts, they, I thought those guys were great, too. Um, they got killed. Well, two of them got killed, but... Uh, they were cool. And I, I absolutely love the ambulance oh. driver, the two ambulance drivers when they get to the thing. That scene was so great. Between the forest ranger, the ambulance drivers, and the bear. I just thought it was yeah. so funny. And that was the... Uh... Yeah, There's so many like funny... Like when the... Uh... When the bear like fell asleep on the dude, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's under there, and they're like, "Are you alive?" 
I was oh. real surprised to see Ray Liotta, though. Like, the film must have been filmed, like, a long time ago, because he's been dead about a year, I think. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd forgotten until the end they said, in memory of him, I'm like, oh, that's right, he... Yeah. He didn't make it. And I liked... Uh, I was happy to see an actor who I like a lot. I can't remember... I'm trying to find his name here. Which character? He was the uh, the cop. Oh, okay the the main cop. Yeah. yeah. That guy's that guy was good. He was really good. I hear Isaac yeah. Isaac Whitlock is his name. But I like him. He was in Cedar Rapids. Ah. Uh, which I I love Cedar Rapids. So anytime I see him, him I I love him. He's the Ronimo. <laughs> I love that movie Cedar Rapids <laughs> so uh, yeah that was that was a good movie I saw it twice already I've, I've seen it at the theater and I was thinking as I was back in boarding comics the other last weekend actually but uh, I think we could wrap this one up and we'll be back in two weeks and you can Reach Bill at DBM00. Um, you Jeremy Hahn lovers should, should give him some shit because he has an example <laughs> of one fucking comic. One comic. I think I think Red Mother. I don't think I cared for that either. I don't even think you read it. I remember reading it. I don't know why I don't have a review of it, though. Because you didn't read it. You can't even remember what you read last. You didn't even remember your grade on the beauty. You were bad mouthing the beauty. I admit that I, I got that wrong. You did. You got it wrong. Got it wrong. Very wrong. I don't know how that happened. Why am I Mike Myers Brunch? I hate it. Is where you can find me, and you can find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com. Click on the like button on Facebook, and you can follow us there as well. Um, I think that's it. Except the email: Mike at comicbooknoise.com or Bill at comicbooknoise.com. And, and let us uh, know what we should do for our big 400th episode celebration. I have an idea, but uh, it will be a lot of work on our part. I was thinking about having a bunch of brunch buddies that have been on the show. See if I could get Heath for like half an hour. I know he's like, a big shot Like now, what we but... did for 200, 100, <coughs> whatever episode that was. Well, I, I was thinking of doing a, a mismatch of like, people i could get for like one hour and then people that i i can't but i can bring them on for at their own convenience for an hour if that makes any sense or or a half hour you know what i mean so like if i can't get heath on sunday maybe get him on another day Uh, it was one 100 oh my god that's so long ago (laughs) yeah it was 13 years ago. I still remember that was the one where uh, Luke Foster called in. He was drunk. He was drunk. Yeah, home. he was driving home. <laughs> well, he was sober, but from he was passed. Yeah. I he guess was, he passed out the night before, hungover. Yeah. hungover. <laughs> He's groggy driving home from a bender. There you go. And then it inspired <laughs> his uh, Dr. Comic, Bananas. Yeah. yeah. So he based his, he made the documentary comic. 
And what? he turned it into an all ages. Comic. Can't remember what the book's called now. Doctor uh, Bananas. Doctor Bananas. The Luke Foster story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, this is the second to the penultimate, and then uh, we're hitting 400. That's a lot. It's not a lot to to some of these podcasts that are like 600, but those those people don't even have the hours in. So that's all yeah, I we, have to say. If we had cut our podcast into hour long episodes, <laughs> we'd be at a thousand. Maybe a thousand. <laughs> that's right. All right, so uh, we'll wrap this one up, and we'll talk to you again in two weeks. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. If I can find Skype and hit stop. <laughs>